right now. It's, We're going yeah. live right now. Yeah, like, Did we get the beeping microwave? I don't, in the I don't know if we did or not. <laughs> you would think we would understand how to podcast by now. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Bastards podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and fuck the University of Miami. My name is Michael Jasinger. <laughs> With me yeah. are Old Gungaloo himself, Brad Polly. Hi. Derps Poonaloo himself, Matt Polly. Hey there. Together we are the Inglorious Bastards. It's old. What's an old uh, joke? Check the settings. Out. I did check the settings. Okay. I'm going to double check the settings. Because um, the last thing we need is Ruben to be in my inbox later. <laughs> <laughs> you, I love you, Ruben. I miss your hood. Uh, now, since we are going, we, we did a March Madness bracket. The winner has already been decided. We haven't decided what we're going to send uh, our, our good friend. Friend of the podcast. <laughs> <We're still laughs> I have an idea, but we're not, I'm not going to say it on the pod. Yes. Um, <laughs> the winner is Tyler Graves. I love that we have the winner before the final four. Before the, nobody, nobody has any available points left. That's amazing. I know. So, Tyler Graves, uh, we're going to figure it out. We'll figure, we'll this will be the last time this ever happens. The NCA will never let this happen again. What do you you see where ticket prices are plummeting for the final four. Oh. Like, people can't give tickets away to yeah. this thing. Nobody wants yeah. to I mean, There's no big teams in no. it. There's no you, big you market almost have teams. To go to, you have mm-hmm. to, almost have to go to a big market yeah. for people to, like, give a shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the it's, final it'll four. never happen Where's again. Where's it at? They will, rig that, they will rig the fucking tournament to make sure. Where's it at this year? Houston. Uh, Houston, yeah. Uh, and Houston's not showing up? The, the tickets for, I saw where the, the tickets on the secondary market, like StubHub or whatever right now, it's co- it's more to go to the women's final four than it is to get tickets wow. to the men. I believe it. Yeah, yeah, I believe it. Women's uh, well, the women's final four doesn't have UConn, Stanford, a or Martinsville Tennessee. player that Martinsville player that starts yeah. for Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you know that? Um, I, I did know that. Mm-hmm. Also, the uh, the there was a women's game, uh, like final four game or was it final four or, or the elite eight elite eight that that single game. Uh, had more viewers than any yeah. NBA. Was that Iowa? Game. Yeah, it was, it was Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. I was trying not to say it. Tra- fuck Iowa. Um, dude, I don't care. I know you hate Caitlin Clark. That, she's she, the fucking she's, worst. Dude, she, she can ball. play. Yeah, she's a good she's flopper. She's fun to watch. Good flopper, Michael. She flops, dude. She dude, flops flop. so bad. Her coach people are like she's arrogant. It. I'm like nobody can stop her. No. If I'm the best player in the country in the, in yeah. basketball, uh, you would you wouldn't be able to be anywhere I'm near fine me with the arrogance. No. I'm I, I I'm fine with like that's fine, but the if flopping, she played for Indiana, the, you would love her oh, and love the flop. Absolutely. What are we talking about? I fucking hate her. God, that's Jesus what I'm about. The flopping and the complaining can get fucked. Get out of here. Okay. And, and if and if she because nobody for, else does that. If she did, I hate it when Indiana players complain to the refs too. It's dumb. Like it's too late. It's only going to make things worse. Um. Anyway. It's been basketball corner, but brought to you by the Inglorious Pastor. Yeah, fuck like Caitlin Clark, <laughs> the worst. Anyway, so they 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 had more viewers. Yeah, she's the worst. She had a forty point triple double in Who the Elite Eight. It? Who cares about her? Michael has no wonder about Caitlin Clark. No joke. It's all shut down. Anyway, let me fucking say this sentence so I can, so we can move on. The Iowa game in the Elite Eight. Uh, had more viewers than any other NBA game yeah. mm-hmm. this season on ESPN. I would the much rather watch shit. women's college basketball than the NBA. It's God a better product. God it is just boring. a better. It's no. a better product. I saw it on the Pacers. Um, Shorten the fucking season, man. <laughs> Seriously, like I don't know how you two. And if I hear one more word about load management. <laughs> Go, yeah. you're making sixty million dollars a year, you fucking. It's lazy the reason. Fuck. It's uh, the reason. Come that, manage this load. God, yeah, exactly. 
God. Um, <coughs> I, I saw the Pacers uh, and had somebody in from like Australia. They they had that flown in to watch a fucking game where the number two starters, yeah. the first the, the two top two players yeah, on the I'd team be sat out, yeah. and uh, they lost by twenty. Yeah, because they had their best players yeah, on the bench. It's bullshit. Eat a bag of dicks. Yeah. If bunch like, of fucking crybabies. The NBA doesn't need to become yeah. Major League Baseball. There, I said it, Josh. <laughs> too many, too many goddamn games. It is way it is too many stupid. games. Eighty-two games. I don't games understand baseball. Like, first of all, I don't care about base. I think no. it's boring as shit anyway. No. But baseball and like the NBA with those seasons, I can't imagine trying to actually follow one of those teams. Mm-mm. How do you care? You don't. Well, For like the, the, I mean, it's like oh, we lost. Well, we've no. got hundred and eighty more games left. Like, I know. You have Who to cares? buy the MLB season pass if you want to What's tip baseball? On how to get games? that for cheap. Yeah, it's like 160 games. Are these fucking nuts? I know. Um, yeah. How do you care for 160 you games? You can't. Like, just, it's you impossible. Can't. That's, ask, ask our uncles. I, I, yeah, I know. teased I mean, Josh a couple seasons ago about how he's not a real fan because he doesn't watch all the games because literally no <laughs> it's one impossible. Can, unless you're it's, 80 it, years like, old and have nothing Unless going you're on. retired. Yeah. Yep. You can't watch all the fucking games. Yep. So, all right. <laughs> you for, hey, forgot hey, where we're at. <laughs> I did for a minute. Hey, I've been thinking that if we're gonna get through this, we're gonna need some fluid. So hey, hey, what, what are you thinking, thinking now? It had blood <laughs> in my face. Jesus yeah. Christ! No, what? You had blood on your face? No, that's blow. not. He said blow, blow in my face. Smoke. It's the most awkward I've ever felt. Smoke. Okay. I got that's nothing. why I said okay. it. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, that's why I said it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Michael, what are you having? I told that's you to put that brother. in the glass, bro. Do I look like I have a glass? <laughs> oh, am I supposed to get that for you too? Are you fucking kidding me? I was setting up the links Holy and shit. Shit. It's fine. I'll, I'll drink out of a can like a man. <laughs> what are you having? Uh, I'm drinking Taxman uh, Berry Ratio. About to get ratio, bitch. It's a double, right? It's their double. I think so, yeah, yeah. Double ale with berries. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's delicious. Right. What? What is with the Nancy Reagan references? That's the second Nancy Reagan reference. Okay, so Nancy, so Logan. <laughs> okay, we got Logan. Stick. Logan, let us know that today is the one year anniversary of our Nancy Reagan story. I do uh, not remember anything about this. Oh, I do. With Mister T. Did it have to do with Mr. T? It had to do with blowjobs. I think Mr. T was involved, but it. Uh, dude, I have boy, no recollection. Don't remember that, of that part. I, at I all. thought it was Logan. Thought, how the fuck do you have? Does he have like a photographic memory? How the fuck do you know that? <laughs> God, what was the, the article? I don't have any idea. I'm asking Logan. Logan or. <laughs> Well, then T.O. just said, gobble, gobble, this is the ghost of Nancy Reagan to remind you that economics aren't the only thing that trickles down. Hashtag suck one for the Gipper. Now I do remember that. They called her the throat goat. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Wow. Jeez. Now I remember. Wow. Oh, it was right. T.O. called into the show, Logan (laughs) said. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I have no shit. idea what the hell we're doing. Uh, uh, well, we're on drinking, whatever we're drinking. Uh, I'm having the bells over on weed ale. It's fine. Um, 
and some I don't know what whiskey this is. Some whiskey, it's fine too. I know we're rough. <laughs> I, I know who gives I was, a fuck. I don't care. I know I was rough on Caitlin Clark, and now we've talked about Nancy Reagan as a throat goat. <laughs> I do like women. Just for any new listeners out there, proud, proud. We do check our them. we do check our misogyny very yes. often. Yes, so. yes, yes. I, I yeah. It, Not I, in this case, but sometimes. Yeah. Well, I mean, what are we doing? Went in uh, Rome. I'm having a, <laughs> from New Belgium. I'm having Danger Beach IPA. It's good. Highway right. to Man, I'm gonna have to figure out Danger a new Beach. seat. Can I sit in between you guys next Why? week? Because I'm backlit. I look like I'm in. You a, look fine. Look like I'm in a building in Fallujah. Well, we can see your eyes. Nobody well, can see mine. What we should, what we should look. do. Uh, my eyes are just all we lights. should do is all three get on one camera, <laughs> like just sit on one side of the table. Like we did the first time we who who do we enter interview? Who was no, it? we did live. Remember we did live. We all sit on one side of the oh, table. Oh God! What were well, we, we did that uh, when uh, Jason Duncan and his when he uh, had his podcast. We all sit on one side of the table. I do remember that. Yeah, over there though. Yep. Not of, nobody sits over there. What's what's next? Um, We're in a time crunch. Don't forget. Life. You're listening to Look on the Bright Side, Mr. Brightside himself, Matt Polly. Hey, we I don't, have a time crunch. I don't have to like, leave for two hours. No, we got two hours. Face back on. I thought we had to be done by eight. Eight? Yeah. No, Not really. Been, I mean, I mean that's a goal. Okay, it's well a, then just fuck around. All night. I don't give a fuck. Our stretch goal is eight thirty. Stretch goal. God. <laughs> What are we doing? Are you going to tell us your bright side? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, a couple things. Uh, so, Beth and I have gone out the last couple weekends and ended up at the Irish Lion both times. I fucking love that place. I had the fish and chips both times. It's fucking fantastic, man. And I had a, I had a Smittix for the first time in a long oh, time. Oh, Smittix is great. Dude, it's great. Yeah, it's great. It's a Especially great out of the tap. Yeah, yeah it's, it's good. really good. So that was nice. Um, and then, so I'm going to try to articulate this, how I feel about work. Um, <laughs> I was going to ask you about that. Well, okay, so last week, kind of had an existential crisis. Uh, thought I was going to walk in on, I had to work overtime, of course. Thought I was going to walk in and be completely by myself. That'd be fucking awesome. You could just fuck off all you night. You could be like Ben, no, no. ben Stiller. The only one answering calls. The shitty movies he made about the library. I mean, but at that point, you could only get to what you could get to, right? I mean, yeah. fuck. It's not like anybody could like yeah. fault you for no. not getting to shit. Could That'd you be walk great. around naked? And the North naked. Building would have shut down because I know nothing over there. So, I feel like yeah. it just would have been like fucking fantastic. Well, right? turns out there are only two of us there. My team lead miraculously showed. It's not even his weekend. That dude has had like no days off. I mean... In a month. Yeah, that's why middle management oh, in a factory is the worst of middle fuck management. That. Anyway, so Friday night, it turned out to be really good. It, we didn't get hammered. Like, it was, we had enough to do, but it wasn't like we were constantly doing shit. All right. Um, and I was like, well, that wasn't, and so I came home and I was okay. And then, shit, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I got I got a thought I can jump on. I got a nice train of thought going. <laughs> Go what? ahead. Whatever. Remember that song uh, about Joe who worked at the button factory? What? Hello, my name is Joe. Yeah. He used to work at, I work at a button factory. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. I don't. One day, my boss came up to me and said, I don't remember how it goes. I don't, I don't either. But you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, vaguely. Right. So you were saying like you had an anyway, existential crisis. Yeah, so, so this week, there have been times like, so <laughs> Monday, I got, I was stuck on a call for seven hours. 
the same the same the same place I was stuck for call seven hours two weeks ago for the same fucking thing. <clears throat> Fourteen hours. <clears throat> so <clears throat> yeah, been there. <laughs> it's pretty frustrating. So I got frustrated multiple times, like this week and the previous week. But I don't know what that's like. I I didn't spiral, which is like a huge deal for me. Like I kind of like once it was over, I kind of let it go, and that is that's a that's a step like for me because normally. Normally I go I go to, go to a pretty bad place like like a real bad place. Um, there were a couple of times where I was like, I'm not going to call it suicidal, but I'm not going to not call it that. Yeah. Like yeah, in the I last month, understand I mean, Woof. just like I just I don't want to do this. Like yeah. I don't want to do this. And but what the fuck am I going to do? Then don't like, do this. Well, but but I also told my therapist like I have to make I'm going to make this work because I don't want I I'm tired of switching. I'm tired of switching jobs. The but be- you're but you're just in the tip right now. You the ben- can, the benefits it's not, are, it's not hard to switch right now. <laughs> the benefits are too good, but you're starting over again. Like yeah. it just I don't want to learn anything new. I'm actually good at the job. I don't want to learn anything new. The benefits are too good. I'll have four weeks vacation in five years. Like I mean that's fucking insane. Like in Nice Pack, it took you twenty years to get to that point. Yeah. So there's just there's too much good about it. And actually night shift, dude, there's fucking nobody there. The, the head guy walked in, or the manager walked in fucking Monday morning just on a fucking tear. I think I messaged you yeah. guys. Yeah. Just on a tear, I'm like, don't want to deal with that. Nope, not going to deal with that shit, and I don't have to. Yeah. My lead's real calm. He's real laid back. Like, he doesn't get flustered. He just, he can help you when he can help you, and I mean, so, I don't know. It was just, it was, it's been a weird, it's been a weird couple of weeks, like a lot of ups and downs, but I didn't spiral as much, and so that's something to talk about in therapy tomorrow, I guess. You knock on one. Yeah, one. I mean, <laughs> I'm expecting a message in the morning. But if I can, if <laughs> I can, this shit. I know. If I, I get, gotta leave, if I can get to the point where I can get frustrated but not spiral, that's a whole different thing. Like getting frustrated is part of the job, any job. Yeah, you guys know, you guys know that. Um, so if I can get to that point, and I'm starting to head that direction, then that's that's a huge win. So huge. Yeah, that's right. where I'm at. All right, Bradley. <laughs> it's not been great. I did not prepare for this. No, uh, Friday night was pretty good. Mandy and I went to the cigar bar. Uh, actually, we went to Mis Amigos first, and then the cigar bar. Nice. We went. We went to Mis Amigos with the kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the cigar bar with just Miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he was our designated driver. Don't um, worry, he had his inhaler. It was fine. He's fine. Um, so that was yeah, it was good. Uh, and then Sunday, the weather was really freaking nice, mm-hmm. and uh, so I got to, I got outside quite a bit. Yeah, I did too on Sunday, and uh, like I had bought a rain barrel, and I'm like, I, this is I need to install this. Nice. And so I had to you know cut the gutter and fit all the shit. Yeah, spigot at the bottom. Yeah, nice. So got that installed. That felt good. I had to like put stones down and dig like a <laughs> you know, level everything off and. It, uh, and so I smoked a cigar while I was doing that. Yeah, it's it's not it's not great. It's not easy to do. No, I found myself getting frustrated with the work and the cigar at the same time. It's just like fuck. <laughs> but uh, it was it was very nice to get outside. It was really it was like seventy degrees almost yeah. or something. It's it sunny nice. and we had had a shitload of rain before I, that. I really do appreciate you putting the outdoor urinal in your backyard. It's great. <laughs> Cannot wait to use it. You're gonna need a step ladder, bro. Either that or a really solid stream. I got a lot of rope. <laughs> no, you fucking don't. Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> what are we doing? I don't have any idea. Your your turn. You're up. <laughs> Did you see what Logan said? The pastor's IEP allows an extra time tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, what are you doing? Um, I'm on a podcast. Right you are you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, okay. So uh, <laughs> Delta six through nine in him right now. No, I don't do deltas. <laughs> That's for pussies. <laughs> God damn, man. <laughs> Just... No, it's for people that don't drive to Illinois every other day. That's what it's for. Oh, fuck. Um, what am I doing? Oh, okay. So good news. This is, my bright, this is actually a bright side compared to the other ones. Um, uh, my dad is one kidney down and cancer free. Good. So I got it all out. He's home uh, recovering. So Very good. We were, went down there and uh, that's the majority of what we did was hang out, do yeah. nothing. So... I mean, it was good. I mean, the kids, but the first day we got there before my dad's surgery, kids went to Legoland. Where is this in Florida? Where do they live? Uh, Winter Haven. Which is which uh, side? south of Orlando. Uh, oh, okay. So it's not really it's, a side. It's, yeah, it's more towards uh, the coastal, not, not the coastal side, the golf side. Okay. okay. Just slightly. So, yep. So it's good. Good vacation. My dad is now without cancer. So that's good. That's all we can ask for. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, music time. Music time. All right, good talk. <laughs> yeah, go There's ahead and do music time. I don't even remember what segments we do. I have no idea where I am. I don't right know now. either. Philosophize about why they're right. I wonder if we can talk Lenny into going, going to get some of those grilled cheese burritos from have you had the bacon club chalupa no dude get the bacon club chalupa hey I went to one of those colleges in quotes yeah the high school after high school (laughs) alright this is the music time of the times of the music um Donald what do you got okay Donald I don't know. Why not? I'll give you a new nickname. Donald. So you landed on Donald. Yeah, sure. It's <laughs> so, been a lot of great, a lot of great Donalds in history. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Don Duck. Wa- Donald Juan. Donald Duck. Donald, Donald Juan. I don't think it's Donald Juan. You ever heard of him? No, I've heard of him. <laughs> Ro- Donald Juan. Ronald Juan's brother. Donald Juan. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Michael. Doesn't he have a surf shop? <laughs> Donald Juan. Uh, no, yeah, that's the, <laughs> it's the Mexican version of, of Ron John's surf shop. Yeah. Don, Donald Juan. Donald, Donald Ron, Ron's surf Ronald, shop. Ronald, God Ron, damn. Ronald Jonathan's surf shop. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, oh, what section is this? What are we doing? music time. It's Matt's <laughs> turn. Doc Holiday, what do you got? Yeah, long, longer. Why did, we used the hashtag WAP Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was Lucas. Yeah. Oh, wet ass pussy Lucas? No, wet ass pussy Jesus. Oh. He's wow. WAP Jesus. Mm, okay. What's your song? <laughs> so, Billy sent me a song. Okay. 
Um, wait, did he send me the same song? Was it today? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Damn it. Did he send it's it? good. Okay. Just play it. Is it this isn't counting. I'm just, I told Billy. I was oh, no, it, it counts. Billy oh, no, didn't it's not send counting. it to me because he knows better. <laughs> Wow. Just wait. I really like it. I knew where this was going. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Billy sent that to you? Yeah. I was like, like normally Billy sends me like funk yeah, or something yeah, with yeah. a sick beat. And I, turned, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> the, the name of that YouTube band or channel. Dad's Mayo. Dad's Mayo. <laughs> wow. Anyway. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, anyway, for Not real. Not to be messed up, mixed up with mom's spaghetti. No. They don't when Dad's Mayo gets into mom's spaghetti, man, things get ugly real quick. Well, yum, yum. Oh, God. Little yum yum in the bum bum. Jesus Christ. It's going to be that kind of episode, isn't it? <laughs> A little yum. You guys like yum yum sauce? Not, Not anymore. Nope. Paige McConnell and Trey Anastasia released another album uh, called January. This is Dancing. They're from Fish. From Fish. I was, I was yeah. like, they're from some. Yeah, from Fish. Some uh, <laughs> some jam yeah, band. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It was either that or, that or Dave Matthews brothers. He has brothers named Trey and Paige. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Pretty sure he doesn't. <laughs> anyway, it's this is called Dancing in Midair. <clears throat> I like the first song better. <laughs> Donald Juan. <laughs> Your soft cheek. Getting a bombastic side eye from your dog right now. Off the cliff. <laughs> this one? Sleepless dream. She looks like Chuck Schumer. <laughs> with those like, with the glasses. I dig it. Yeah. Just a really solid album, man. I have that download. I just haven't listened to it yet. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like most it's instrumentals, some instrumentals. I've been backlogged lyrics. on new music, so I, I'll get to yeah, it. Anyway, yeah. This is uh, Songs to Fall Asleep to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just a real peaceful album, man. I mean, it's... Yeah. There's there's a, there's a space for that in the music world. Yes, there is. All right. Uh, I sent this to... I know Michael. Matt, did I send this to you? I don't know. Nick Weber. Nope. Okay. Thanks. Sorry. 
Sent it to Michael. Thought maybe he'd listen to it on vacation, but he clearly didn't. Oh, I shouldn't. I didn't. I clearly didn't. <laughs> Every one of these songs could be on your uh, deconstruction playlist. I need playlist. to. Uh, okay, I'm. I'm. A, what, what song are you playing? Uh, well, I'm gonna play the song Ghost Variations. Okay. This is just like an indie artist from like Colorado, I think. I couldn't find hardly anything online about this dude. Really? Um. But he clearly, uh, <laughs> like, it's a very themed album. <laughs> Of, like, he's left Faith. Yeah. Like, and so it's just the entire album is about wrestling with all that. And it was like, yeah, that that, that hits. hits pretty close to home. So this is, the album is All the Nothing I Know. And then Ghost Variations is the first song. He, he looks like an indie artist. <laughs> I wouldn't mind talking to him on the pod, actually. Is my sound on, Michael? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a lot of the songs kind of build. <clears throat> Just added it to the Hymns of Reconstruction playlist on Spotify, people. <laughs> you could add every song on this album to that list, I'm telling you. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, I think uh, I think that one's going to resonate with a lot of people. That yeah. A lot of our listeners. No yeah. kidding. Wouldn't mind getting them on the pod, maybe, at some point. Might be interesting. So, Nick Weber, two Bs in Weber. Weber. So if you're looking oh. up his music, it's two B's in Weber. It is my turn. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to do a song, uh, Isabel Plus, new single. I've played her songs on here before. Yeah, set ring a bell. It's called Little Life. Uh, it's just. Isabel what? Uh, uh, plus. Isabel P-L-E-S-S. song's called Little Life. Um, new single. There's another single as well with this. Um, I forget. I'm blanking on what the other song's with it. But uh, it's you're gonna uh, you're gonna see exactly why I love it. We're gonna shit our pants. I hope hell's harder than you thought it'd be. I hope people stop listening when you speak. I hope that you see me in your wet dreams. <laughs> I hope karma's the bitch that she's always been. I hope the regret eats you from within. I hope the future brings you down to your knees. Forgiveness isn't working, so I hope you choke And that you find yourself always the butt of the joke Know that you are in my eye And when you're out getting wasted on something tasteless Hope you lose your mind, but not 
goes about on about dudes in their basements and it's just i think it's the pretty clear it's just about trolls yeah so but yeah check it out isabel plus so uh you too put out a 40 song album been meaning to listen to this of so what they did is they remade all their songs Oh, they did it. pull a t-swizzle they They they, only have done for they've only had 40 no but it's their 40th anniversary (laughs) I I know i saw it so what they did is is each of them picked ten songs. Oh God, I fucking love that. Each of them picked ten songs uh. to redo, and so some of them are just uh, just an acoustic guitar and voice. Some of them have piano. Oh, they all some... recorded it separately? No, no, no. Okay. They all they all picked four uh, ten songs a piece, uh. and then they redid all those songs. So, um, anyway, it's it's I was it was surprisingly good. I didn't know what to expect from it, and I kind of enjoy it. What does like, the edge riff sound like on an acoustic guitar? There isn't. It's just he's actually a pretty I'm decent guitarist. So um, I need to. Uh, I, they, there's also a, a documentary on Disney Plus with in conjunction with this. Yes, album. there is. And Glenn Hansard's in it, so I need to oh, watch it. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> I love that you're going to watch a YouTube documentary just because of Glenn Hansard's. One hundred percent. No regrets. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, this is uh, I had trouble deciding what song. This is sometimes you can't make it on your own because the lyrics seem this apropos. One, to this one goes out to Casey Forrester. Always. Yeah, apropos to the pub. So. Yes. We do have a YouTube subgroup, by the way. I don't know if anybody's mentioned mm-hmm. that yet. That's not a joke. No, I know. Mm-hmm. I'm not in that one. <laughs> Tough. You think you've got this stuff. You're telling me and anyone you're hard enough. You don't have to put up a fight. You don't have to always be right. Let me take some of the punches for you tonight. Listen to me now I need to let you know Yeah, I don't hate that. It's I mean, for me to say something. Yeah, I mean it Alone And it's you when I look in the mirror And it's you It's just really good, man. I mean And it's not all just piano. It's not all It's not like just one dimensional. Sometimes yeah. you can't like a good one-dimensional song. <laughs> if it hits right, it hits right. Well, I mean, I, I'm talking about like the whole album. Is yeah. Just like, anyway. And like later on, it kind of like, yeah. Larry comes in with a shaker. I mean, it's just, I don't know, it's real solid. Anyway, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. It had like a, to listen had to like it. a lounge singer vibe. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. And what's interesting about this like is, this is Bondo's Tony Clifton alter ego. Yeah. And what's interesting <laughs> is Bondo's voice isn't like the best voice in rock and roll. And, there's even po- points in here I was like, I think he kind of missed that a little bit, but it kind of just works. They like, just left it. Yeah, they just kind of, you know, because trying to sing those songs, like usually they're like, he's projecting, mm-hmm. like, 
and to try to strip those down and try to control your voice dynamics is kind of hard to do. I mean, there used to be a like uh, a Christian lounge singer that would. <laughs> it's called do, Songs of Surrender, by the way. Yeah. Um, that would do like covers of like christian like popular like jesus freak but wait lounge. what who was oh god that sounds really yeah familiar. I'm, I'm, sound I'll, familiar. I'll find it you do your song i'll find okay. it okay <clears throat> um this is fever ray man i couldn't get into this i tried okay, well yeah it wasn't bad i just don't think it's i thought it was yeah. unique yeah so uh the album is radical romantic sugars brother <laughs> you know it's so fucking funny i knew somebody was gonna make it i knew somebody was gonna make the it joke it took me a while i was like i wasn't gonna the name i wasn't gonna do it and i was just gonna wait and see if either of you did it uh the, <laughs> the album is radical romantics the song is candy all right maybe i need to get another Sounds really fucking good in these headphones. Yeah, it does. Like, really good. Some of the songs have a female lead. <clears throat> Sounds great in the headphones. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a great bass line in that. Yeah. yeah. So that's Fever Ray. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give that another shot. I think I liked it. I just don't think it was something I thought. I'd yeah, I have albums like bad. that. Phone's ringing, bro. <laughs> Phone's ringing, dude. Dude. Phone's ringing. It's work. You don't have dude. to come in tonight. Hello. You wish. Recording. Yeah. Hi, Beth. Hi, Beth. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I made chicken. I made chicken for June. <laughs> it's the hot well, content. No, like a bunch of chicken. Michael, what's your song? Um, <laughs> I can wait. No, it's fine. Go this ahead. It's fun. I like. I like no, this conversation. No. <laughs> that's funny uh so this is a, a song i found on tiktok then i also found it again on spotify uh just came up in my suggested songs uh you guys know what a cab stands for yeah every cop yeah. all cops are all bastards. cops yes. are bastards yes. yeah. yeah uh I thought it was all cops are bad no, nah, bastards yeah. um so the song is called call a cab uh, by the artist <laughs> sam stone Thank God for the cops. Who else is gonna mm. show up and murder my neighbor's dog? Who else is gonna ride Jesus her for when you get assaulted? Show up at the scene of the crime. Take a couple pictures I heard this. and then accuse you of lying. We love the cops who wouldn't ever lie on the stand. If you can't do the time, you shouldn't have got that tan. We understand they're trained to be afraid of the sun, so they should definitely be allowed to shoot anyone. We love the cops. Stop resisting. Try thanking him for a service. Gotta be nice, you wouldn't like him when he sat Staring down a barrel, why are you so nervous? If I got mugged, I'd just call a cab Dude. Call a cab, call a cab Yeah, for real, I mean, you sent mugged, that to I me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep Like, it's like, 
I, can, the I last bet, people I would call I bet that time. comment section is a fucking shit show. Oh, I bet. Speaking of uh, comment sections with cops. <laughs> <laughs> what? Your 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 the one you had. this week. What? Oh, your Never thread. Mind. Your thread with the, the cops. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I deleted that. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I went to bed. I went back to read part two to see if there was any more new uh, leads on it. Was kind of... All right, so I did find uh, the loud. Lounge. We did it. We solved gun violence on but, Facebook. But that's what kills me. It's like cops are defending, and I'm like defending guns. I'm like, dude, this is gonna kill you one of these days. You. Like, you need to understand I think this. You would want less guns on the streets. Uh, it's nuts, dude. God. it's fucking crazy. The first even ones defended. even never mind. I'm not even gonna get into no, it. Michael. Let your play your song. He did. That was it. Oh, yeah. Okay, so the artist, the, the album is Lounge Freak. The artist is John Jonas. Uh, Lounge Freak. Yes. Lounge Freak. Yeah, I remember Lounge Freak. Oh, my God. It was on Forefront. Yeah. Yeah. And a grace that replaced yeah. all the me I've divorced. I saw a man with a tattoo on his big fat belly. It wiggled around like marmalade jelly. It took me a while to kiss him. It is fun. All right, let's Jesus do another one. See if you can guess the artist. Our youth pastor had this album. Did he really? Yeah. It's that old? Yeah. 1997. Yeah. got no place to go. So let's go to the oh. punk rock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> MXPX. Yeah. It's fun. Punk rock. It's fun. Michael, we can't play the whole fucking We can album. do some. Michael, please. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget we're on a time crunch. That's buddy. fine. This is more important. <laughs> ring, ring on my face. Oh, uh, it's a of clay. Raining yeah. for days. <laughs> Look at how happy he is. God damn it. I want to do this one and one more. I love it. It's so for the horns. <laughs> I could move to Hollywood, get my teeth capped. Yeah, I know I could. Oh, God damn oh. it. Be a big star. On the silver screen. It's audio. Is it audio? Just yeah. like James Dean. Yeah, but what right. song is that? Never going to be as big as Jesus. That's right. <laughs> All right, last one. <laughs> I love that a guy that obviously loved Sinatra or whatever, yeah. like, found a niche. Yeah. Like, just, yeah. <laughs> he figured it out. Yeah. Isabel, Isabel, a dancer with a kleptomaniac's restraint. Tried stealing Helena's handbasket and made a fast getaway. But McQueen, she ain't at the courtroom. Joshua judges. Man, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's that one. Kind of no. The key? No. For him. No. Point of grace. No. Say it. Michael. I don't I'm going to get to the chorus. God damn. Oh, take it to your uh, newsboys? Yep. Yeah. All right. This includes. Fuck the newsboys. That's what you got, seriously. Bunch of assholes. Bastards decidedly anti newsboys. <laughs> even even with. Uh, I had personal run ins with yeah. those dickheads. Yep. Yeah. Even the latest version. Fuck them. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Lock up your fears, dry all your tears, refill your beers. We're headed into the news feed. Turn it down.
Matt, what yeah. do you got? <laughs> Boy, this story. Um, <laughs> adult star Angela White speaks out on claims she nearly died during intense scene. Wait, who? Angela White. She's an Australian Australian White? porn star, apparently. Oh, shit. Okay. It was finally well, broken her silence following shocking reports. I'm not familiar with her words. No. It's Vanna's sister. <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, following shocking reports that she almost died during an hour-long sex scene in 2013. Uh, I don't know why it took him 10 years to get around to the story, but apparently it did. Uh, co-star Kieran Lee made she the was probably on a podcast or something. Made the head. Uh, Kieran Lee made the headline, uh, making claims that 37 year old Angela was rushed to hospital after her appendix burst during the scene, and recently repeated this during an interview with the Pillow Talk podcast podcast in February. <laughs> Can we just talk? What a pro! Kieran said. Well, he said of the infamous appendix <laughs> Playing injury, the pain, the podcast. I put her into hospital, and this was actually not on purpose. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, he explained that he was shocked to hear Angela was complaining about abdominal pain after filming their first scene together. I found out two days later she'd gone she'd gone back home to Australia. <laughs> Dude's packing a policeman's flashlight, Just apparently. Give me a minute here. Uh, she said her stomach was hurting and she had to go see a doctor. Apparently her appendix burst in the scene, which could have killed her. God damn. Well, damn. Uh, when asked, hopefully as a joke, whether the size of his manhood was to blame, he said, I don't know, but listen, I could have killed Angela in our first scene. Oh However, speaking out on the Only Stands podcast with host Glenny Balls this week, <laughs> Angela revealed what actually put her in hospital. This is why I'm reading the story. Glenny like, Balls. Glenny Balls. There's a podcast. Is that an, there's an, a, it sounds like an Irish a, porn star. There's Glenny Balls. Inside porn. Come on. Only, yeah, Glenny only Stands is what it's called. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's uh, great. Anyway, wait, Angela. Old, wait, what? It's called what? Only, only Stands. Stands. Oh, my God. I, I this is a Michael's subculture. Podcast to listen I, I, to. This is a subculture like I didn't know existed. So I'm I'm pretty. I knew that there was a porn uh, subculture, obviously, but a podcast about the porn industry. Let's go. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Angela, <laughs> who is an award-winning porn porn superstar, who became Avian's first three-time female performer of the what, year. What's it take to become a superstar in the porn industry? A lot of dick. I mean, well, I mean, <laughs> I think it's her name's Anita. Get it right. He said my she said my, I don't know what a good gynecologist I would assume. Uh she said my appendix actually did not burst, but it's true I had appendicitis and did have to have emergency surgery. Uh well, Angela's co star was under the impression his large manhood may have caused her injury. She laughed it off and said it was purely coincidence. She said there's no medical evidence to suggest his giant dick was pummeling my organs. Laughing, she said that wait here. Laughing, she said that while Kieran's nine and a half inch penis Oh my God! Which is reportedly insured for a massive one million dollars. Okay, may he, may not have done any lasting insured or currently it insured? may it's currently insured okay. for a million dollars. May not have done any lasting damage medically. It did reach organs that shouldn't be reached. <laughs> well, he, he's trying to break that peen. She said, "But there's more room in there now that my appendix has been removed." Wow, <laughs> there's Fucking a lot hell. more room to accommodate. God damn. <clears throat> Uh, anyway, they've gone on to work together several more times, so apparently she's not that upset about it. <laughs> what a pro. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Uh, and then, uh, good news. Um, did you see the, the teens that proved a 2,000-year-old mathematical theorem? Yes. Yeah. Dude, this is wild. So, uh, two, New Orleans, two New Orleans high school students claimed to have solved a 2,000-year-old puzzle in mathematics, which scientists say are 
are saying should be submitted to peer review. Kelsia Johnson and Nakia Jackson from St. Mary's Academy presented their findings to a meeting of the American Mathematics Society in which they explained they were able to prove Pythagoras' theorem using tr trigonometry rather than circular logic. So Pythagorean theorem is a squared plus b squared equals c squared, right? Yes. Okay. Are you about to explain this really hard math thing to, to us? <laughs> well, I'm just going to read the article. We need to so call Logan. I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, no mathematician has been able to demonstrate the truth of it without simply using the equation itself as proof, which is called circular logic. Johnson and Jackson uh, referenced Elisha Loomis's The Pythagorean Proposition. I'm sure it's a real page turner. Uh, a book investigating this concept, which flatly states there's no trigonomet trigonometric proofs because all the fundamental formula of trigonometry are themselves based upon the Pythagorean theorem. It's like Eminem right now. Seriously, what the fuck? I didn't feels understand like that. a fucking word I know. of that. And so basically, that they can't prove the theorem. You can't prove <laughs> the theorem with trig because trig is based on Pythagorean theorem. You know how people like put things in layman's terms? There is no layman's terms you could even use for me no. to understand. What it's the fuck like is Matt's living and. Two uh, X right now. In terms <laughs> of like that speed. Yeah, it's basically that. It's, it's basically like saying it's basically, basically people proving the Bible with the Bible. Essentially, is what the, what okay. it is. It's circular logic. Okay. You oh, okay. That you makes can't sense. prove Pythagoras' theorem with trig because it it's uses, based on it's Pythagoras' based on the theorem. Pro, that makes sense. In so the same anyway, way, in the same way that you can't yes. prove the Bible with the Bible, like and it, you yes. can't always get what you want. So. <laughs> <laughs> you can't you know but if you try sometimes yeah. you, might, you, you just, just might, might find you get what you need yeah <laughs> um that's so good so they presented a new proof of uh, the theorem which is based on a fundamental result in trigonometry the law of signs and we show that the proof is independent of the pythagorean Dude, you, you lost me Hold on, just, that's, a, that's a good film science <laughs> yeah the equation they cite for this is sine 2x plus cosine 2x equals one I don't, okay, I know none of this means I, anything. I know. I'm just saying it's, it's cool. Just, it's 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 fucking cool. A couple of teenagers, <laughs> yeah, bunch, bunch of fucking teenagers. Did you, um, guys, did you guys see signs? Yeah, yeah. It's I no, saw I the didn't. sign and opened up my eyes. <laughs> saw the sign. Anyway, just two two high school students. I mean, two black high school students, which is in makes New Orleans in New Orleans. Love I it. mean, it's cool. Yeah, it's just fantastic. I love I'm it. I'm loving it. I love it for the <laughs> I love it for my Anyway. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Are you done? Yeah. Okay. Um, suspected family feud killers haunting jokes under scrutiny after estranged wife's shooting death. Okay, let me explain. What? There's a lot going on I'm going to need you to unpack that. The Illinois man accused of gunning down his estranged wife, okay. uh, who is an award-winning nurse and mother of three. Okay. Um so he he joked on What's the show. What's it take to become an award winning nurse? He was on. He was on the. Uh, <laughs> it's called a callback, friends. Is it? What's it take to become? A, a, what is it? A super porn star or whatever? Yeah, that's what he said earlier. Yeah, it was, it was a callback. Okay, Brad does remember that. <laughs> God. that was two minutes ago. He doesn't uh, <laughs> Timothy Bliffnick. Uh. Who police say shot and killed Becky Bliffnick in her home in Quincy, Illinois. It's not terribly far from here. Uh, before she found out, or before she was found on February 23rd, appeared on yeah. an episode of Family Feud with his parents and siblings three years ago. Okay. 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 Host Steve Harvey asked, what's your biggest mistake you made at your wedding? And Bliffnick replied, honey, I love you, but 
said I do. Yikes. Wait. To a prompting a mix of laughs and gasps from the crowd. Say so, okay, say that again. So the question or the you know, you know how a family feud works. Right, he says, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your biggest mistake you made at your wedding? Oh, okay. And this he says and he says the, his answer is said I do. Okay. But he said, you know, honey, I love you, but said I do. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh and now he is accused of killing her three Jesus years later. Christ. Well, probably can use that as evidence. So he oh, he followed it up with not not my mistake, not my mistake. I love my wife. I'm gonna get in trouble for that, aren't I? So yeah. Yeah, you're gonna go to prison now. It's not not her. great. No, it's not ideal. But that's man, you cannot yeah. hide fucking I mean every your everything's out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This random murderer from a small town in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody's like, oh, wait, wasn't that guy on Family Feud? Like, how does that? I don't understand I don't how you even track how shit you track like that this down. down. I don't know. Who knows? It's crazy. Um, a mom is searching worldwide for shoes for her 14 year old son. How big are his feet? Size 23. Jesus. That's bigger than Shaq. FYI. Jeez. How does he even by a fair amount? I think Shaq is like a twenty or twenty one. It's like he's wearing like <clears throat> like swim flippers. So, like most mothers, Rebecca Kilburn wants to provide everything her children need, including basic necessities like shoes. That's proving to be a struggle for old Eric Jr. Uh, the teenager has size twenty three feet for now, Jeez. and his mom is desperately looking for someone who will make shoes in that size at size at an affordable price. So like yeah, they're you can get these things, but they all custom made, and they're going to be just outrageously, yeah. you know, prohibitively expensive. I mean, you have to skin the whole cow for the one <clears throat> shoe. So obviously, he has health issues that result from not being able to find the correct size <laughs> shoe, shoe sizes. Um, he's six ten, freshman. Jesus, man, he's not done growing. Goodrich High School in Michigan. <clears throat> he's endured six painful procedures on his feet to fix ingrown toenails finally resulting in the permanent removal of the nails on his largest two toes. He'll be wow. starting at Purdue in a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you will. He also sprayed. <laughs> He's already so been good. contacted by uh, he Matt also, Painter. He also Matt spra- Painter's trying to buy these shoes. Sprained his ankle this fall while playing on the junior varsity football team, which may have been avoidable if he'd had cleats instead of just sneakers. So uh, basically she... Like wrote to like Adidas and Nike, like all these big companies, like, can you help out? And they didn't. Fuck you. Fuck you. Like, yeah. this is a PR win and it costs you fucking nothing. Yeah. yeah. A PR. Like, yeah. what? Fuck you. Mm-hmm. So she found some like company in Italy that was like, yeah, we'll do it. Big baller brand. So, <laughs> <laughs> is that still that. a thing? I I have no idea. <laughs> was I it ever it. really a I thing? I mean, you can buy big baller brand shoes, dude. That dude was a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, you talk about is. toxic fathers. Yeah, man. holy Christ. Uh, so anyway, yeah, they she found a company like in Italy that said they would do it. But I'm just like, if you're like these. Multi-billion dollar companies, man. This is a no-brainer. Yeah. Yeah. It costs you nothing. Yep. That doesn't even... At the end of a a fiscal year, doesn't even show up as a line item. Uh -uh. It's that minuscule. Yep. Jordan Geronimo is in the transfer portal. Who cares? You heard it here first. Nobody cares. (laughs) They're going to be terrible next year, too. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So, and then uh, one more story. College wrestler... um, he scores a quadruple leg takedown against a grizzly bear to save a friend. I'm sorry, what? 
college wrestler scores a quadruple leg takedown against a grizzly bear to save a friend. Okay. Damn. Uh, so he's a sophomore in NGCAA wrestler. It's obviously not like now. I don't know what that is. Um, junior college, maybe. Probably, yeah. National Junior College Athletic Association. Sure, oh, yeah, we'll go with that. Kendall Cummings is his name. Uh, needed every ounce of it. What? <laughs> when he decided he was not going to let a mama grizzly bear maul his friend to death. So um, they were out on a on a trail. He and his and his friend. It's on the outskirts of Yellowstone, which I've been out there. Saw a grizzly bear. They're they're kind of everywhere. Yeah. Um, they decided to split up and cover more ground, uh, and meet back together like later. So, uh, he said, this friend said, hold on, this is the first time I'm reading this story. Uh, detailing, <laughs> anyway, this female grizzly comes out of nowhere. It's about 500 pounds, uh, five, 500 pounds, which is a, kind of a small grizzly. Like That's grizzlies are huge, fucking huge, huge. The impact from the bear knocked the young man over about a dozen yards. And she and so a dozen Jesus. yards. Yeah. So she continued to swat at him as he rolled, dribbling him like a basketball. Uh, Kendall was not about to let that happen. And after trying to use his voice to scare her away, he jumped on her back to distract her after she managed <laughs> to pin Brady up against a tree. Holy f- dude. The then Kendall ran as fast as he could. Grizzly bears sprint over 30 miles an hour. And it wasn't even a few seconds before Fuck. she had turned around and leapt on top of him instead. Wow. So that dude's balls. Holy shit, dude. It's like one of those things. It had to just be like this instinct Instinct, just took over. Like this is not happening today. So, yeah, he got mauled to shit, too. uh, But he suffered. I mean, he got he got beat the fuck up. Jeez. Like there's a picture of them and he's in the hospital bed and his friend has like a broken arm. uh, But he has like just like fucking cuts and. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean it's it's crazy. So, yeah, that's a good friend. That's what friends are for. Boy, how do you pay that debt off? You don't. <laughs> you just buy beers from now till eternity. Seriously, like, just, I'll be your wingman for eternity. You, I don't just, know. Like, like anytime they throw a fit about you, are like, I saved you from a bear. I seriously like, like that's, I just, that's an eternal trump card. Is all that is. Michael, what do you have? Oh, it's my turn. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Bigger balls than Lenny. <laughs> Thanks, Logan. Glenny balls. Uh, hey, David's watching live. Hey, David. Uh, um, all right. So, uh, product update: Coors Light uh, released a beer flavored ice pops just in time for March. No, I didn't see. Yes, comment about the kid. Yeah, and well, that kid with the size twenty three feet is coming for that appendix shattering forms. Get it. <laughs> <coughs> So the the Coors icicles, get them. While, yeah, that doesn't, get them while that doesn't sound good. At no, all. because like beer can be too cold. Mm-hmm. Speaking like of, it's just I had one today at lunch. Mm-hmm. We went out to lunch at Twenty One North, and I had an Irish Red from Cedar Creek, mm-hmm. and it's really bitter when you first have it because it's uh, too cold. Yeah, and once it warms up, yeah, it, it matters like it's supposed to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in other liquid news, peanut butter <laughs> now a liquid according to the TSA. That's great. So, um, I don't what, care. Who's so we can't take. So you can't take peanut butter on a plane anymore. Yeah, and here's my my biggest. I'll be thing. honest. I'm kind of surprised you could. Like, I mean, you could paste C4. Like, yeah. Like, I guess I can see a like glob a, a glob of peanut butter. 
I guess I can see where the, there's some logic to yeah. this, but whatever. Even crunchy is now liquid. It's amazing how we can make those decisions, but not anything that fucking matters in this country. Like, you know, assault yeah. weapons. <laughs> or anything. Like, three kids got killed by jarts. Do you remember those? <laughs> yeah, I do. Oh, yeah, they banned them. Mam- Mam- oh, banned Apple them. had them. We yeah, played we, with them Oh, my kids. God, we did. And they banned them after three kids died. Remember the Tide Pod <laughs> And we shit? never saw them again. I realized no. Mammoth threw those fucking things away. Yeah. 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 Those were fun. Yeah, they were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You thought you were medieval and shit, man. Yeah, absolutely. Did you guys see the picture of the Pope in the puffy jacket? It's, it's uh, AI. AI. All right. Yeah. It's oh. dope, dope you know shit. it was AI the first I time didn't, you saw I didn't. I did not. I didn't either. Yeah. That's, that's I thought the, he looked pretty sick. Yeah, yeah, man. I thought it looked. I mean, fuck the Pope, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. Christ. He looked pretty no, cool no, in no, that jacket. He's like Christ's messenger or whatever. Uh, so actually, God's representative on earth. Um, okay. I just want to make sure you knew that was fake. Uh, did you guys see the meatball uh, made from the long extinct uh, mammoth? <laughs> Dude, do you need to read your comment. I was like, who Who the fuck? How did you dig that up? That, I was laughing so I fucking saw, hard with on, what? on the way over here what when I saw your about? comment. <laughs> Where was it? What the fuck are you talking about? Brett, so... <laughs> Somebody posted that story in the pub. Oh, oh, uh, Bosberg did, yeah. <sighs> oh, here it is, yeah. Tag me in, so, I think. So Brad says, lab-grown mammoth meat is the name of my Amon Amarth cover band. <laughs> I just said, Jesus, what? Fucking who? It's a, it's a Viking, it's a, it's Viking yeah. metal. Like yeah. It's like that Scandinavian like a, metal. Yeah. Did you look them up? No, I had seen. I don't. I've never heard their music, but I've seen that name, and that name makes me laugh every I mean, just fucking like, time. How did you have that on the tip of your that, tongue? I man. laughed so hard when I wrote the comment, uh, and then when I saw your comment <laughs> on the way down here. I was howling on the way down here. Oh. Anyway, so if you want mammoth balls, um, but they can't eat them, right? I don't know. I think they made them, but you can't eat them or something. Like I don't. I don't, I don't know. I saw something like that. I don't, like, know. I don't think this is coming to a freezer section near you but anytime soon. You never know. Hi, Janet. Um, okay, let's do uh, two escape from jail, and they went to IHOP. Where <laughs> I saw that. Where they got uh, tell you what, man, those called it. They got reported. They are good pancakes. Yeah. Mm. They, they oh, man, I could, I could slay some flapjacks right now. They had a pretty good hole in that wall, man. I, I'm impressed. You know what I fucked up yesterday? Too, too, too early work? for flapjacks? Yeah, you know what I fucked up yesterday after work? <laughs> what? Uh, the sausage and egg McGriddle with two oh, uh, with hash brown, and I bought an extra hash brown. Yes. I fucking destroyed that oh, shit. Oh, that'll be twelve fifty. Go fuck It was. Yourself. I was like, I what the fuck? I bought, I bought McDonald's breakfast on a whim like... Two three weeks ago, and I was like, a sh- I was shocked at how much it cost it was like me. Seven fifty just for the off. meal. God, for just absolutely mid coffee. God, Fuck you. yeah. Anyway, you what, uh, what six, do you do? At six a.m., that shit hit just right, though. I will tell you. I don't. Remember, I don't think we talked about this on the podcast. Did either one of you guys see the video of the the woman on TikTok who was with her husband, and they said that um, a few times. Like they had a couple kids, and they, then they found out that oh, he yeah. was her son. <laughs> yeah. Like the father of her children and her, her lover. 
was her actual son that she put up for adoption. When the family tree is a closed circle. Yeah. (laughs) It's a straight line. Yeah. So it's one of those pencil. I couldn't remember if I told you that story, but in this story Wait, I don't I think I I think I did that story, didn't I? I don't know. Somebody did that story. I mean it's happened a lot of times. Oh no, we had the one where I don't know that it's happened a lot of times. Well I've got another story. There's one where they were married. (laughs) Michael's like, no 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 I've got data. Yeah. There's one where they'd been dating and they were married or something, or they'd been together for like five years. Yeah, and like yeah. they didn't have any kids. No, they the realized that they we were, were biological. The siblings. fact is, this when they have kids, that's fucking. Yeah. Horrifying. Here, here's another one. So, oh. so dad devastated to learn his wife of six years is his sister, and they have two kids. <laughs> Their kids all look like that one Spanish king that was inbred. <laughs> like what was his name? <laughs> Way back in the day, have you seen his pictures? <laughs> No, I swear to God. What was his fucking name? I, I don't even know how to Google this. No, no, I don't even know how to Google Inbred this. Spanish King? Inbred Spanish King. It came up. Charles II. Yes. <laughs> Look at his, that was his official portrait. It's his official portrait. <laughs> Show me the picture. I want to see the baby. <laughs> you need to discover on your own. Oh, my God. Hey guys, you want to rule a country? <laughs> that dude's got a lisp. <laughs> Bro, he's got more wow. than that. <laughs> 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 he looks like he just got done smelling a taint. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh man! Anyway, um, <laughs> so this man was adopted at birth. Uh, never knew about his bi- biological par- uh, parents. Uh, when I he might make wife- that my new profile picture. <laughs> when his wife of six years, I'm the last Spanish oh Hadberg. Oh my god! When his wife of six years underwent tests uh, oh to find, man. he went under t- underwent tests to find out if he was a viable donor. I gotta get that picture. <laughs> Uh, and and they said that um, they're, they're <laughs> fucking related. Anyway, what? Oh no! That's picture of <laughs> What are you doing? Send it to me. No, it's the same picture, man. It's just as bigger. <laughs> I mean, I'm buying a print of that for my living room. Oh my it's gonna God. hang right above my fucking TV. Hey, don't say anything to anybody. Just hang it. One day when I'm home by myself, I'll just hang it and say nothing. And invite me just down. Say and don't nothing. say anything. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. I would like to think that the painter that walked in to do that portrait <laughs> took one look and said, oh, Christ on the cross, and walked right back out the door. <clears throat> I would hope that painter got paid handsomely for that Oh, job. my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Michael, what are you doing? You yes. just, your brain just shut <laughs> What do you say? Yeah. <laughs> there's the picture for those of you at home god if you're not paying the five dollars man <laughs> and what's great is that is 
God. Oh, my God. What's great is that that's the official portrait. He was a king. That's the that so that's the best he's ever looked. Oh my God. Um, uh, and then uh, last but not least, Boca Raton woman asks the city board to create a sugar daddy and mommy appreciation day. So, hmm. <laughs> okay. I feel like that's probably not going to happen. Seems reasonable. They're not going to do anything about guns. At least give us sugar daddy day. Yeah, bread and circus, baby. Yeah, bread and circus. <clears throat> Except um, they don't even give us bread. We just get circus. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, we get. really. Yeah, it's really true. We're down to just circus, so that's all we have left is circus. All right, here. here. Welcome to the Inglorious Pastors Podcast. Here is the argument: You guys may not be aware, but Florida is the largest per capita population of sugar daddies in the U.S. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, that it's doesn't all surprise me at all. It's, it's old rich people. Miami, man. Palm Beach, and Boca Raton have the most oh, concentrated. The, the, the amount of orange people down. <laughs> of these aged benefactors dude everybody looks like a leather handbag when the boomer generation dies florida will be the least populated state in america i mean holy yeah. christ yeah. yeah we canceled our vacation to florida uh yeah. more of her and uh, why because i'm not giving those that mm -mm. motherfucker any of my money mm -mm. more of her argument <clears throat> sugar daddies both gay and straight and yes even sugar mama mommies uh, are responsible for college educations cars homes rents Jets, Birkin bags. Good work if you can get it. And the occasional <laughs> body enhancement. Um, she said. I mean, just, breast implants. If it just takes, if it just, it just takes, a, if it just takes a really gross blowjob to get a new pair of cans. <laughs> gesturing to her chest. <laughs> so, before, I mean, is it? It's probably. I guess that's worth the, the boy. Anna Nicole Smith. You know she slopped that dude's hog, right? Yeah. And he looked like a. He looked like the the crypt keeper. I mean. Anyway, she she gestured yeah. towards her chest before claiming that she herself that was, my was first, all natural. That was my first Playboy. And Nicole and Smith. Nicole I Smith. Saw. Yeah. At my friend Chaz's house. Sad, saddest <laughs> wink ever. Chaz. Chaz. <laughs> we were best friends, man. Yeah. His parents were raging hippie liberals. Nice. Like, and I loved them to death. Like, because I'd go over there to hang out, and I was like, "Wait, these people are like pretty cool." Yeah. <laughs> And it's the first time I saw a Playboy. <laughs> I'm just going to take this into the bathroom. I'll be back in eight, nine seconds. Do you want to hear <laughs> a weird... Uh... You, were, you just opened up already had pre-cum. Oh. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's probably... That's not far from the truth. What's, what's I was in a clear liquid? I was an excitable child. Am I, am I peeing? What's Slimer in here? <laughs> <laughs> um, <coughs> I don't know what I was saying. God, I mean, yeah, just, just the just the amount of pre cum in your like high school days yeah. could fuel uh, generations. Mm -hmm. I got eye contact. <laughs> yeah, generations mm -hmm. <laughs> making out and shit. Oh, oh my, my god. god. <laughs> yeah, man, why am I damp? Uh, I love songs. Janet's typing yeah. out the lyrics of the song Slop on Your Knob. <laughs> like a corn cob. Um, Martinsville has the largest population of sugar zaddies. Three. Three. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Uh, that's... Listen, we don't make the statistics, guys. I'm no. sorry. <laughs> so we, just, <clears throat> we just report them. Don't hate the player, hate the game. 
All right. Uh, I think that's... I that's, mean, there's a couple of dudes at Planet Fitness that are a lot better looking than any of us. <laughs> well, <laughs> muscle hamster. No, he's all right. He was there tonight when I worked out. Was he? Yeah. <clears throat> Brad's muscle hamster light. <laughs> muscle hamster light. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> the dude's fucking huge. Like yeah. he really is. I was like, God, dude. like I have no interest in being yeah, as big as that guy is. Like you have to all. maintain it. I God. Mean, oh man. That's why I was late tonight. Sorry. No, you weren't. You were down at your house. I saw your well, car. Yeah, I had to go home, eat dinner, Jerk shower. Off. No, Michael. He <laughs> did that at the gym. <laughs> dude, how could you? Time. I'm sure people have and oh, do. Yeah. Oh, how I'm sure. Could you? Yeah. How? I don't understand how. It's not that hard. No, it... Well, <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> I just don't understand. Like, I can't imagine getting, like... I hate working out. Like, I still don't enjoy it. There's yeah. a lot of mirrors there. I mean, it could get exciting. I, I, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Michael goes into all the mirrors. Which one is me? Instant blast. Which one is me? Stranger danger. (laughs) (laughs) He can't even watch that scene in Star Wars of Rey in the cave. He's got a thing for mirrors. Yep. Not even going to deny it. (laughs) Very very triggering. (laughs) Give give me those fun house mirrors. (laughs) Let's go into uh, what, what, what do we call this segment? Bro, I got nothing for this. I'm just going to turn my mic off. (laughs) I'll be on the couch. All right, what do you got, buddy? Um, Well, a friend of the podcast, Vince Elliott. um, Vince Clortho, Keymaster of Gozer. Him and I have uh, had a pom- every time. Sorry, Vince. <laughs> Love him to death. He's a good dude. Uh, we had Vince we had a conversation about um, what we should we... get these two together. Uh, I've never know. seen a picture of this guy. I have no idea what Vince looks like. Uh-uh. I picture Rick Moranis because of <laughs> because of being Vince Clortho. I just I'm just gonna be honest on the pod. <laughs> I can tell he shows me a picture. Otherwise, he looks like Rick Moran. He's either fucking Sigourney Weaver opening up Time Dimensions. <laughs> um, okay, so he, he uh, him and I had a conversation about episode 322. I don't even know what we discussed. I have in no idea. I do. I don't. <laughs> um, I tell you what the hashtag was. Wap Jesus. Oh, yeah, Lucas was here. Oh, that so was no, no hamburger. Help me. That was the. Oh, nope. yeah. Oh, 322. <laughs> I forgot about that song. <laughs> It just popped up on my on my uh, Spotify. Um, I don't know. It was just one of the suggested songs for me to listen to. Um, anyway, so you guys were discussing spirituality. Uh, he said, I sometimes get to, uh, myself to thinking about the multi- multiverse, and I wonder, could there be an alternate universe where spirituality and uh, reality and spirituality are m- much more tangible than they are here? Um, like... Out of all the possible realities, would there be one where Jesus, for example, wouldn't get crucified or where the existence existence of God isn't even a question? Uh, what would that be like? What would what would the experience? So curious of my thoughts. Um, we had a, had a good discussion. And we just like, all right, we need to like write up some questions. And he wrote up actually all the questions. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> for us to discuss kind of. The, yeah, I'm bringing yeah. them up here. I'm. And the main one that that 
I, I think the ultimate one is, I think we're going to, well, we'll get there, but uh, is, is God, if there's a multiverse and that's, anyone want to take a stab well, at explaining the multiverse real quick? Let me, let, before, before we even get to that, maybe we should say this discussion is obviously going to be predicated on the assumption that God exists. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, <laughs> Which, I, I, I don't necessarily think so. You don't think so? I th- we'll get into it. I mean, okay. I, mean I mean, that'll be. That's the. I was just going to say, like, at least two of the three of us don't believe that that is a thing anymore. Yeah. So I don't. I just want. I just. We have to at least just say this a lot. I think. I think personally, that's how I read the questions. That it kind of assumes that God is real. Yes. So. And, and <clears throat> yeah. So the multiverse is a hypothetical collection of potentially diverse observ- observable universes. Um, so basically, the idea that anything could happen across all space and time. So. Ever there's a reality where we're all dogs doing a podcast. So yeah. here's here's interesting. I I got on the Wikipedia for multiverse. Nice. It mentions Brian Green. Oh yeah, um, he's a populist. So Max Tegmark and Brian Green have proposed different classification schemes for multiverses and universes. Well, Tegmark, I know that he's that populist. Anyway. Tegmark, well, he writes populist books for it. Yeah, that's true. Tegmark's four level classification consists of level one, an extension of our universe. Level two, universes with different physical constants. Level three, many worlds interpretation of quantum mechanics. Yeah. And level four, ultimate ensemble. I don't know what any of that means. I don't have any All of yeah. it together. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, so I, basically, it's operating on the understanding that <clears throat> the multiverse is, would, if, to put it in the most layman of layman's terms, would be like at any given moment, there's infinite amount of possibilities of universes where things are different. Yes. Basically, alternate universes. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, so, so I, and I think I think are they argue butt up against this one at times. I think so, yeah, <clears throat> or can yeah. yeah. Going back to what you thought the 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 presupposition was was that that God is ex- that yeah. we pre- are supposing that God exists, um, and, and I I think that's the main question of like would God be a constant or a variable um, in, in universes? Is God the same in each one? Or the lack of God is not there, or or, or, or what does it look like? Because I mean, there could be more "quote unquote" evidence, and that's the question: Does God change, or through the multiverse, or is it the same, or is it just dependent on the evolution of that society? I think it's <laughs> all right. So let's start. With, <laughs> let's start with this first question: um, Could there be an alternative universe and reality um, where? Uh, spiritually, things are much more tangible than here. Well, it says we're reality and spirituality. Yeah, or where tangible. reality and spirituality are more are more tangible than here. So, like, what does that mean? Like, <clears throat> is he talking about <clears throat> kind of like uh, in the Great Divorce, which is I will contend is the only C.S. Lewis book still worth owning. I love the Chronicles of Narnia. Uh, oh, well, okay. I, yeah. I mean, of his spirituality. Like, books. Yeah. Like, anyway. That's an incredible. I don't know that uh, the the one where it's a, a retelling of the myth. I'm blanking on what it's called. Oh yeah, about till we have faces. I think yeah. or something like that. Yeah, oh, fucking great. Um, where you become more real as you travel. Further yeah, like the, the yeah. premise of of the Great Divorce. These people start out in what we assume is like a hell, and they get on this bus <laughs> and they they're taken up to what is then is heaven essentially, and like they have a choice. This was actually a huge book in my sort of deconstruction mm-hmm. about like the idea of universalism or choice after yeah. like choice after like. Mm-hmm. So basically they have the choice. The bus stays there for a while 
they have the choice you can stay here or you can go back but the catch is like everything is more tangible mm-hmm. and real the like, grass is the grass sharp. hurts to mm-hmm. walk on yeah and you have to get used to it like so like there it's like so everything has like a almost like a more real bent mm-hmm. like yeah. a, a more like it's realer than real somehow yeah. well, where it's, like it's like going from <clears throat> black uh black and white to uh color going it's ulti- it's what it's what you would call ultimate reality color than 3d like, right. this is as real as so is this that, is as real as things get and you you're coming from something that is only partially real I mean, so is that what he's asking here like i that's kind of it can I be it, yeah I, I i i think from my gathering as is he asking is it would it be more evident that um the spirituality is more deep and, and he, the example he used in our conversation was uh kind of similar to the film avatar did you guys watch avatar ever so it's been a long time so so there's a uh, it's a planet uh in the natives on the planet uh they commune with the mother oh, I saw Earth. Pocahontas, yeah. yeah with uh with awa and then they they literally connect with awa awa is like <clears throat> their database stores all these every memory of everyone in there um but they have like a real physical connection with their god okay so that's his. Okay, I, I, I think that's kind of his question of like, is there? Could there be a universe where reality and spirituality are much more tangible than here? Yeah, I mean, sure. I, I mean, mean, it's the thing is, if if the multiverse is true, then yeah, sure. Right? Not necessarily. No. No, I I think. I mean, wouldn't it wouldn't it stand to reason if something like the multiverse is true that yeah, of course there would be a multiverse where there, things like that are more. And I think that's the question is is. Is God a constant or a variable? And I tend to think that it's a constant in the fact that it doesn't exist, but it's a variable in terms of how we need it. Mm, expand on that. So say um, that again. So I don't know how to say that. Okay. Again. All right. Replay it back. Okay. Rewind. Um, the, the idea that um, God doesn't exist in any multiverse, but our reaction to God not existing or existing uh, is based on the evolution of the culture. So if, okay, yeah, yeah, I see it, you know, what we see all over our sure. world, all the histories of the different uh, cultures that had a God based on rain, based oh, on sure. fire, based, based on, on their own realities, based on their own reality, yeah. they create a God. So I would think in other alternate realities, it would be, it would be dependent on the, um, their natural evolution of that specific multiverse. If, um, you know, their what if their planet didn't have any bad weather? What if it didn't? So there wasn't a need to pray for God. I see what you're saying. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think that would be the variable is the cultural context. We are the variable is what I think. Yeah. Not the, the, the God. I think God is a f- baseline. Yeah. Because yeah. the more our, like the more society seems to progress scientifically the less god seems to matter yeah it's like a it's in a, like, a in a because, in a culture i mean we're seeing that in our culture we're seeing that ever like worldwide like it's just like a lot of deities that is, were used by people to explain things they couldn't explain yeah and now we yeah, have yeah. we have science well who, and who's saying oh this is why this happened well yeah. if you this lived in a, if you lived happened. in a hut and you saw a massive storm coming your only protection is god yeah yeah I mean, because, you know, now I've, I live in a brick house. Like, if a storm comes along, I'm probably fine. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And so I don't need necessarily to be like, 
God save me or what you yeah. know what I mean like that's so I feel like in, in society so it makes you wonder even in like this universe yeah let's assume there's another alien planet somewhere that has technology that can get to us yeah they probably don't have any semblance of a god yeah. but yeah. they might in their history somewhere yeah mm-hmm. yeah and, and I like think it's that's, so it, that's the variable right I yeah mean, that, so so it, it and you can flip it on the other words let's say you know God isn't um God is is doesn't exist or you could flip it all the way up to God does exist or you know anywhere in between and let's say God does exist all the way flipped all the way on the faders all the way up to 10 um if God exists in that one it would still be a reaction to how we we would be the variable I don't think that God the variable of God would change God or not God. I think the variable is how we react based on the, our surroundings to whether or not we believe in that God. Sure. I, and I think it, I mean, a lot of it is dependent upon whether that civilization, that culture is a meaning making entity. Yeah. Because that's why we, that's why we, that's why we have God. Yeah. That's a fair point. They're searching for some kind of meaning in the everyday. Like you have to have consciousness. Yes. If you have consciousness, your consciousness from what, as far as I know, your consciousness is going to seek meaning in anything. Yeah, my cats aren't sacrificing to anything. <clears throat> no. Like, so, there's no consciousness. So it would you know be, what I mean? It would like, be, yeah, it would be dependent upon whether they are meaning-making yeah, that's interesting. entities or not. Yeah. If they're not, then there's no need for gods. Yeah. There's no need for explanation. You just take for you take it for what it is. Yeah. They're literally moment livers, essentially. Yeah. So I, for me, that's what I, I you know, if... If there is a world where there is an avatar type world where, you know, we are more connected to a physical God. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't I don't I don't think it's possible, but who knows? I could be in this. I could be the farthest away version of there is a God. You know what I mean? Yeah. I could be the farthest away version from that. And we would never know. Multiverse stuff is so weird because it's like. I think of like the board here, the soundboard, and how we can move the fingers <laughs> yeah. up and down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just such a it's such a weird concept because you, Mandy and I talk about this stuff a lot. Like especially when we talk about like Mandela effect stuff. You're yeah. Like, God damn! Like I swear it was this way or whatever. It's yeah. like, is that was that just like a like did a timeline did a universe overlap? Like it's like what happened because there's like this weird. It's like did we all like millions of people misremembered something? Yeah. Like it's just it's really it's just really strange. Um Yeah, like that story I told a couple weeks ago about the uh the part for the air oh, valve. Right, like, right, right. I, I still can't I, I still can't make sense of what the fuck happened there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it just like where did it how how did it go back what is going on? Yeah. So just fucking wild. Um yeah, so let's go into the next question, yeah. which is, would there be uh, one reality where Jesus, for example, wouldn't get crucified or where the existence of God isn't a question? So I think, would there be one where Jesus, for example, wasn't crucified? Let's start with that. I think yes. Yeah, I mean, I think so. But if, even if you look at, like, religions... <sighs> Based, it's so hard to answer this on, question for me now. Like, even if you look at religions, not Christianity, there's a, a there is a story of a sacrifice, a sacrificial lamb. There, there there's a lot yeah. of a lot of recurring stories. Um, 
Matt, would would there be a Jesus who wouldn't get crucified on a, <clears throat> a, a multiverse? It's so hard for me to answer this because I just see it all as just a story now. Like it's yeah. so hard for me to even think of it in terms of like I understand what was happening. I understand yeah. the message, what was going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like but like it's so it's hard for me to even answer because you know, I for my most of my like all of my life basically I've been like, This is all real and it all happened yeah. historically and I mean, whatever. Is it, is but it, but is, you, it, is it a scapegoating culture? I mean, do you believe in it <laughs> so do you believe in that there was a man named Jesus on earth? I do still on that. That is yeah, I, th- I, th- I, I believe do. in a historical Jesus. Yeah, I do. Okay. I do. Um I think he was I think he was an enlightened person. I think he was a yeah. person that woke up and those he was a guru. Those people are a yogi. Those people have followings. Like, and those people do die. Yes. Whether they be crucifixion, electrocution, yeah, yeah, like, strangulation. It like so, you know, I think I think it's probably a mixture of some of it's historical and some of it's mythical. And I don't think that makes yeah. any of it less meaningful. But but we look at other religions and they have a Jesus figure too that did die. Yeah. So I, I, I think um man, I do think that that there is a Jesus that doesn't die, uh, based on the circumstances. Yeah, and it's well, tough because for me it's like without it's almost like you have to have the death for it to make for what he was saying to make sense. I don't know. So I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what those circumstances would look like that he wouldn't. I think it goes back to is in a meaning making culture. If your meaning is interrupted, you look for a scapegoat. Yeah. Like I was thinking the other day, I mean, it's like, does it like at some point, I think I don't think there can be a, a a multiverse where that wouldn't have happened if he's saying the same things. No, that's true. Because like you can't you can't challenge power structures and religion structures like he did and not expect to die. Like, yeah, I mean, fuck a, me. I don't think it's any different today. Like, yeah, and I, I don't know. Like, it, so it, I, understanding him in that context, I don't know how that can't lead to death. Like, I was. I don't see how there can be a, a, a universe where that doesn't lead up to him being scapegoated yeah. and just killed by the machine. Other than like I was thinking, I was one that's further away from our our reality. So one that would be further away would be like a, a world that doesn't have hierarchies. They that don't have a class system. So like, is there is there a way to evolve that doesn't doesn't require a god or a god myth? That doesn't require hierarchies. Ooh. Yeah, man. I don't. I mean, I. It doesn't require a god of the oppressed because there are no oppressed. Yeah. Fuck. Let's go there. I don't. <laughs> it almost seems to me like it, it, it. Maybe this is just because it's the only. Only thing we really know, but like. If if. Species evolve. Right. Yeah. And things evolve. Is it always going to end up in this yeah. type of thing, where you're going to have myths, you're going to have gods, you're going to have, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. there was an evolutionary process where it was it was like organisms. Is it always organisms that are really small that build that build that build that build that build, and then eventually you get this slime, and then end up apes and humans, and yeah. like, is that inevitable? Yeah, I, was, I mean, that's the thing, like, because it, it seems to me, I mean, unless there's a universe where there's other 
building blocks of life. It seems to me like an evolutionary thing to create gods to then I think the the continuing evolution is to no longer need those gods. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I just yeah. I almost wonder if that trajectory is just almost inevitable. It might look different. It might have different names. It might. But so let let me. So I was watching this TikTok about uh, this woman who does a lot of science stuff, a lot of archaeology type stuff, and she was covering the story about, um, you know, we've always wondered why the humans won. Why did why did we beat the Neanderthals? By all accounts, they were much bigger than us. Mm-hmm. You know, they were. Just aliens, man. Yeah, they were freaking freaking wild. Um, well, they made this discovery deeper than they'd ever found a discovery of this of arrows, and basically the small. Oh, yeah, wait, did we talk the, about that? Did we? I sent you a. Uh, That's uh, right. About that, I was like, man, this sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah so, okay. so basically, the small humans uh, built weapons and killed the Neanderthals, and that's why the humans are here and we're not all Neanderthals. Is there a universe where that doesn't happen? Yeah. That yeah. was my, that was my question. Fair, so yeah. is, is there a universe where the Neanderthals are, are quicker to the punch in turn quite literally quicker to the punch of destroying the, the other humans. So I think, but even then you have Neanderthal Jesus cause they <laughs> seem like they, cause those fucking Neanderthals, you know, you know, they're going to find a way to oppress people. Neanderthals are Republicans guys. Well, not a lot of argument there. <laughs> Neanderthal Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay. So, um, if there are multiple universes, does that mean there could be many universes containing more evil than ours? I think yes. Yeah, sure. I'm sure. In, in there's, I think on the flip side of that, there's probably some with less. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think so. Again, that's yeah, there's no way to just. I mean, because there's a multiverse where Hitler wins, right? Yeah, yeah. And the world looks way fucking different yeah. at that point. Yeah, like, way different. I mean, yeah. you think about America. You think about like, like, te- like an hour of a battle in like Gettysburg. <laughs> if that goes differently, mm-hmm. w- that we are two different countries. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like I, I think about that shit a lot where there's just like if you look back at history, there's like these key pivotal things where like it really it, I mean, look at World War Two. You look at the Civil War, the Revolutionary War. If it all changes, it's different. There's just like, yeah, there's just like these. If the these, 20th Maine doesn't hold the hold the flank. Yeah. I mean, it's like there's yeah. just like these moments where I was talking to Abram about this when we went to D.C., the first day when we landed, we were close to, we were at Dulles, which is in fucking, might as well be yeah. in yeah. Ohio. And we were near uh, uh, Bull Run. Yeah. And we stopped and and we were walking around. And at one point, Abram and I are standing there and we're looking out and we're reading like the history of the battles. And I said, you ever think about, like everybody was hot and he and I just went along. Like he's like a history yeah. nerd. And so it was just me and him. And I said, do you ever think about how, if certain things went differently, like just, yeah. I mean, like that seem, well, it's just a battle or it's just a, mm-hmm. it's this seemingly insignificant thing. If that goes differently, everything is different. Yeah. Everything, the entire timeline changes. And he was like, yeah, I think about that yeah. stuff mm-hmm. all the time. And yeah. comic books do explore that. And they, I think yeah, they, they were do. one of the first groups to like, what, what would a world with uh, the Russians look like? What would a world look like? Uh, and there are several different, That's the whole what plot if plot of red Dawn. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, there's a lot of thought with that. I was thinking, uh, fuck, I lost it. Fuck. 
What were we talking about? The multiverse, Michael. I know. Red but... Dawn, uh, if things went differently. Oh, like the Cuban Missile Crisis? Well, if they launch the... I mean, it's oh, yeah. like... Fuck, I mean, oh, like... yeah, yeah. Quantum Leap. So I've been watching the, the oh. latest Quantum Leap. <laughs> nice. And they, uh, they, they do cover, like, not necessarily major historical events, but, like... There are major events like so in, in a recent episode, uh, the woman who's the partner of the main character um, is like his confidant in the re- other reality. Um, but her dad showed up and so she had to navigate how to handle him interacting with her father uh, who she doesn't have a relationship with anymore. And so the just the the, the micro dynamics of like if he says enough things to her dad, he might be a better father and like how that will ripple back into her ultimate reality of who she is. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think, I think about that on the mac- macro, but then also the micro, like it could, it, things could be totally fucking different. Yeah. I think of, I was thinking, Mandy and I were having this, a conversation like this recently because we were going through our ancestries and I was Please like, don't be a Nazi. Please. I was like, no. Well, she had a lot of German. I yeah. had very little German. Um, she's mostly German, actually. Um, but we were we were talking about this, and it was like, if like one person, like if my Scottish ancestry doesn't go to England and start like mucking up the bloodline yeah. Yeah. with the English, yeah. who then eventually come to America. Everything is different. Like I, I'm Scottish, or I don't exist, or mm-hmm. I, it's so like it, it, when you start talking about the multiverse. Is there a universe out there where I'm Scottish, or I don't? Ex- I mean, that's just that stuff. Just I mean, that shit is just really wild to think about. Yeah. If one, it every even the, the most butter, inconsequential the decisions matter. It's the butterfly effect. Every inconsequential decision is not inconsequential. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, uh, Scrubs, Scrubs did a great episode about that, where half the episode was one thing that happened, then half of the episode was, is basically a butter that started with a butterfly either landing on this really fat guy's chest or on a, on a lady with big boobs, <laughs> and the first one it lands on the lady with the big boobs, and the other one lands on the other one, and, and that shows you what happens just starting with that inconsequential yeah. thing. Yeah. Literally the butterfly effect. Yeah, literally yeah. how it changed. Yeah. Like it's 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 a really fascinating episode, but that's the whole premise of that. That's what it is. Is uh, that one small decision has this ripple effect down through? So what were we talking about? Evil. Uh, yeah, there, so let's go to the next question, actually, because I think it kind of yeah. If there's a, uh, if there's if this exists, there's a universe where Hitler won. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if we assume the value slash pleasure of an object comes from its observer, how could we? have a God in a world that has more evil than ours. Uh, even if our universe uh, where we have evil, does that mean that God values more the elegant physics and mathematics that rules our work uh, than humans? And hence we have human humans and <laughs> lives experiencing entropy, decay, chaos, and death. Man, we need. I don't. We got to break that down. That's a lot. So basically, the idea is, if there is a multiverse and there is a god, and um, there is a version of our world that is more evil, what does that say about God? Yeah, he said. So he says, is there? Is there? Um. 
is there basically how can how can we have a god in a world that has more evil than ours is the question he asks and it's like that i mean that that big that doesn't that beg the question of like well does the concept of God lead to more good or more evil? Because if it yeah. leads to more good, then no, you yeah. can't. But if it leads to more evil, which judging by <laughs> there's some, there's yes. a fair bit of evidence for that in this country and around the world, uh, that at times it can, then yeah, a God could exist in a world more evil than ours. I mean, Hitler was a Christian, right? I mean, yeah, 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 ostensibly Trump was a Christian. All the Supreme Court justices, the they're all Christians, right? I mean, it's like, so does God mean? Does God fundamentally make a society better or worse? That's a question that needs to be asked. Yeah, and I think right now that's the war in this country. It there's is. a fight of like, there's people that are motivated by God, a fair millions of them. Yeah, they're just doing again, abhorrent, terrible shit in the name of God. Yeah. It, but there's, I mean, it's obviously the balance of that. Yes, there are Christians, there are people that believe in a God that are good, right? That are not like that, of course. But it's like, which way does the scale tip? I mean, is it, in a society, is God a net good or a net evil? Yeah, and that's why I think it's, and that's a it's tough question to, to us and how we respond to the evolution that's surrounding us. Okay. All right, is God um, a higher part of evolution or a lower part of evolution? I think lower, honestly. Um, well, that's that's actually an interesting question. It is an interesting question because if God if God brings about good, which more good in a society, then that would mean that that God essentially is part of the evolution, like a better evolution of that society. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. I, I I would probably lean. So the question, the real question is: Is God a net positive or negative in a society? I would. I lean towards net negative anymore really but is that do. just our trauma yeah Maybe. it absolutely is our trauma and i think that's the thing that's <laughs> it, but, what i'm trying to say is our trauma is what leads us to believe if there's a god or not because without trauma without having to pray for rain and starving you know some summers yeah uh, without that point, without man. that fucking trauma we don't believe in god mm-hmm. so <laughs> he's a necessity Yes, he's a necessity in that. So moment is is to, is a to god prevent us from offing ourselves, is, <laughs> killing our children? Yeah. So is a god is a god necessary in the evolution of a society? Because if that's the case, then we have to go back to then there is not a universe where a god doesn't exist at some point. So it, like an optimal reality would be uh, less god, which means the conditions of our existence would be better. So less god, better life. Wow. Follow that to its conclusion. But again, I will say, I don't necessarily disagree with you, but I will yeah. say, <laughs> I still think the fun, that's not the fundamental question. The fundamental question is, is God a net good or net bad? Because if it's a net good, we have to say that that is part of the evolution yeah. in a society. That is a, you know what I mean? That, that, that in some way that's driving the evolution of a society. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you can undoubtedly, I mean, there's, there's, there have been like, it hasn't always just been shitty Christians. I mean, I know like, you know what I'm saying? Like, or, yeah. or shitty religious, I won't just single out Christians or shitty religious people. There's been a lot of good and a lot of advancement in the world from Christians or from Muslims or from Hindus or 
you don't have to say Jews or I mean seriously though but there's like it's not there has been progress made at times in history are arguably driven by God yeah now yeah, you, you sure I mean there there has been so like, like it's it's yeah. I mean the, the industrial revolution was born out of uh out of bad times oh of course so most not to say technology the is yeah so it's i mean all... the only thing that's going to save our asses from climate change is not any reduction in our carbon usage yeah. they're gonna have to figure out how to harness it and get rid of it or we're fucked yeah. and that's what people there's really smart people are working on right now yeah like uh, you know what i'm saying and so i, I yeah Okay, so here's the next question. Uh, in the worship, did we even? I don't think we even covered half of that question. That's fine. We're gonna, we're gonna. I mean, do do we want to dive deeper, or we want to kind of hit these questions? All right, I'm gonna read the question. Okay. All right. <laughs> in the worst universe, would creation itself make it worse? Uh, would they therefore be acting on free will? Or would bro? Would God, Jesus? Would God coexist with such evil if He is inherently good? Would that mean God encompasses all possible forms of evil? That's okay. a question for this existence. This is an interesting question. Uh, I read an Alan Watts book like three years ago, two or three years ago, um, about the duality of God, and that his claim is that if you look throughout religions, Christians were the first people to create a good evil duality of God. Yeah. That in every culture and every religion to that point, the understanding was that God was both good and evil. <laughs> yeah. So the, because the Christians then split that when they did God and the devil. Right. So like they were the first ones to do that up until that point, And in many other cultures, the God or the gods of those religions are both, they encompass both good and evil. Yeah. Right. So yin and yang. Right. Yeah. And so that, I think that really is an interesting thing when you look at this question. Yeah. Logan says I was a DS when I played SimCity. <laughs> I know. So, the, so well, I, Sim theory so, is fucking so, interesting. So SimCity, I literally, uh, like in the last two months I pulled out SimCity, pulled out my super Nintendo and played SimCity for a little bit. And it was really cool. And, and this is, I'm, this is going somewhere. So follow me. But it's you, you know, you rate the you do the maps, you decide the seasons, how fast time works. You um, you give roads and build, you know, zone places for people to live. But there's this feature on there that I always hated as a kid. But for this ar argument, it kind of works. There's a feature at the bottom where you can choose to give them natural disasters, mm -hmm. or you can choose an earthquake. You can choose. You can choose a, a tornado. You can even, there's a King Koopa you can put out there and destroy, like, Godzilla coming through your town. At that point, though. Okay, so let's assume. So so, so if there is a, like, a, a, if the simulation is real, there's just a guy at the end of the thing, you know, pressing buttons just to see what the fuck happens. Which is not a god you can love yeah. or no. worship. But it seems like a more authentic god. I mean, that's, I'm sure, yeah. I, I mean, it's... I it's, it is really interesting. I was thinking about sim theory not long ago and how that's basically Christianity. Like in a nutshell. Yeah. Like oh yeah. That God is, is leading and pushing all these buttons and making shit happen, which, yeah. you know, leads to some really fucking awful conclusions yeah, that God is all good. about the God that you're worshiping. Like yeah. they, we had some people mention deism 
in and I, I it's so funny how I just outright rejected that and that you know all of our founding fathers were deists and deism is essentially that uh, God is a clockmaker yeah. that made the clock wound the clock up and then fucked off and just let it go mm-hmm. and that actually scientifically makes more fucking sense yeah, kind of does. than a Christian God that is yeah. in everything that is omnipresent, yeah. omniscient, mm-hmm. that he's involved in everything, but somehow not everything. And some things, yeah, he, it's like almost he heals like some a, people, but he doesn't others. And like, and so, yeah, so yeah. Trump's still alive, but like <laughs> Dan- my father-in-law died. Like, I mean that, you know what I'm saying? Daniel uh, <clears throat> Franklin Summers says uh, in first Samuel, uh, in First Samuel, it says uh, God is the cause of natural And again, disasters. if you look at an evolutionary, yeah, thing you, of people, of course you would believe if, that. Like if you're if you're a nomadic people living mm-hmm. in a fucking desert, and all of a sudden it starts pouring rain, you see it come across across thank the horizon, God. and then but thank God until it wipes out your village. Yeah, like so. <laughs> Of course, you're going to have a god. If, yeah, the gods, the god or the gods are behind an, natural an disasters. Enemy, an enemy comes and destroys your camp. Oh, God must be angry with us. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes yeah. perfect sense it's in an evolutionary. Like, it's so easy to laugh and go, "Ha, oh, it's all fake and bullshit." But like, from an evolutionary perspective, it makes a shitload of sense. Yeah. Let's think about like uh, we we and it's were time raised, to evolve away from that kind of we, thinking about God. There we were that's, on we were yeah and we that's where we're going. Uh, we were raised on the idea and on the premise that God is good all the time. God is good. God is good all the time. Uh, we were raised on that idea. But what if uh, number one? What evidence do we have of that? We have evidence that sometimes God's good. One sometimes of the best God women died, I knew in high school it's died all, of cancer. It's all fucking <laughs> circumstantial. Like how, like we have more, we have just as much evidence that God is a shit bag as, yes. he is, yeah, as that absolutely. he is Absolutely. <coughs> 100% true. And where that started to unravel for me was in high school. I had, we had a great, uh, a close family friend and we went on vacations every year with this family and the mom was the sweetest, <laughs> the dad was just a total prick, uh, the, but the mom was just the sweetest lady, a good Christian woman. And I mean like. She was faithful. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I and she got cancer and died. And it didn't matter who prayed. It didn't matter what oil they you used. Do it. Nothing fucking mattered. And that fucking destroyed a lot of like that was a huge crack. I didn't realize it for a few years. Yeah. That was a massive crack in the dam. Yep. Because I was like, if anybody deserved it, it was not her. Yeah. Like, how the fuck is the, any of this fair? I watched my two fr- good friends that were in my youth group and really good family friends have to deal with this, the loss of their mom. Are you yeah. fucking kidding me? Like, it was yeah. horrifying. I, and I, it's like that. How can if, if God is directing everything, that God cannot be good. Yeah. I uh, so uh, one of my friend's cousin, um, his wife was pregnant. And um, they were about eight months pregnant. The baby died in the womb. Uh, and their response is, we're going to pray about it. God can do miracles. We're going to pray for a miracle. They left the, the deceased baby in the womb for a really fucking long time. But they were so fervent in their belief and that, that, that it was going to happen. They had, you know. <laughs> prayer circles and if god doesn't fucking answer that prayer he doesn't fucking give a shit yeah like it reminds me a lot of 
I remember Rob Bell talking one of his books. What book was it? It was one of his more recent ones. Like, I mean, when I say recent, like a few years back where he talked about the difference between pre-rational, rational and trans-rational or post-rational thinking. And to me, that seems like a, like another fancy word for evolution because he talked about the pre-rational mind which is what still like those like we're talking about like mm-hmm. you've got a dead fetus inside of you no god will raise it that's that's like pre-rational mm-hmm. thinking yeah. it's not going to fucking happen it's like, not going to work but they they he, believe well, with their full yeah, hearts well, he talked that it would and happen. he talked in his book about like one of his uncles or something had like a like part of his leg was missing and they were praying that it would grow back it's just like it's just yeah. fucking nuts. Like, but it's like pre-rational. There's no rationality there at all. God will take care of it. There's no rational thinking whatsoever. And then the rational part is there's no rational explanation for a God that exists. Yeah. yeah. Really. Yeah. But then there's a trans-rational, like, is, is that an evolutionary step where you, in theory of from pre-rational, rational to trans-rational, where you use your reason, but then also leave room for mystery yeah i guess yeah yeah i mean so i just wonder can that be part of an evolution of a of a species is we don't throw out the we don't throw out the rational we don't throw out the scientific we don't throw out any of that any of the reason but we do um sorry i was reading dan's comment i got distracted uh but we also leave room for like wonder mm-hmm. yeah. and mystery. And yeah, there's some shit that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like I see paranormal shit on TikTok. I know some of that's fake and some of it's yeah. pretty obviously fake, but there's some stuff. It's like, wow, the fuck's yeah. going on. Like, I mean, I, you know what I mean? There seems to be just some weird shit yeah. that is just unexplainable. So you leave room for that stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I, I don't know. I just wonder if that's a part of a, of a society's evolution with a God. Um. Next one is: uh, Are there limits slash thresholds to the multiverse? Would it be subject to our human response, or would it depend on which universe you were in, and therefore uh, limits and laws and of physics would bend in each universe? I think if you look at simulation theory, it's a program. There's a default program. You can't go out of the parameters of that program, but there are so many variations. That it's fucking limitless. Yeah, I do think there are limits and thresholds. I don't know. How do you feel about? I think that's just the laws of physics, isn't it? How do you feel about sim theory? Like in in your like, what's your gut feeling? Yes, no. It's really fascinating. My tendency is to want to believe it because I'm I'm prone to that kind of uh, belief in a in a god overlord. Um, But uh, yeah. I'm fascinated by it. That's I hold everything loosely. I don't give a. I don't have a belief that we're in simulation theory. It's a really fascinating thought, thought experiment, yeah. and that's what excites me is that idea. And there are ways that you can. I mean, there are ways that you could prove that just as just as valid as how you can prove Christianity. You know, we're not going to know until we know. There's probably more math for sim theory than there is. Yes. For <laughs> yeah, there's a lot more math, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's. I'm open to it. I mean, it's fascinating, but like, like what is it? I don't, let's, ha- let's, I don't, I don't have to be right. That's I am free from the the necessity yeah. of having to be let's, right. Let's Absolutely. say okay. So we always answered the question. 
like I, I'm sure we were asked this all asked this question at some point. Um, if you were, I lost my train of thought. God damn it! We're all asked this question at some point. Shit! It was about God, and I was going to turn it around on science. I don't remember. What were you talking about? Um, simulation theory. Well, and he talks about the rules of laws and physics bending or whatever. I I'm don't two, they kind of do that already? I, I, well, I'm of two minds. Like one, there are definitive laws of physics, but when you get into the quantum realm, shit gets fucking weird yeah. really quickly. Like really quickly. Like it gets fucking. But weird. I've also and heard so, Brian Greene say that even that, like, because everybody be always everybody always points to like, well, yeah. the atoms that can appear simultaneously in New York and quantum San Francisco, quantum entanglement. And he's like, yeah, but so a lot of people point to that as like proof of God or whatever. And he's like, yeah, but like that's also predictable by math. We can predict mm-hmm. how often that's going to happen yeah. using math, which the, I don't understand yeah. any of that, mm-hmm. but they can in the same way that like, we well, don't know where electrons going to be until it appears there in the same way that but they can mathematically say it might appear here. They 19% can percent of the time. He's like, we can mathematically make out how many atoms you share with Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like there's math even for that shit. Like yeah. it's and so, yeah, I, I don't know. All right. We got two more questions we need to, to get through. Um, could it could we uh, look at our own mind as a multiverse where past, present and future and alternate realities coexist? Uh, you can't change the past, but uh, it can change your present and future or at least until you access it again and reinterpret it. And then a new reality starts to form and alters the future again. Sure. I think that's the perfect explanation of reality. Yeah, that's actually really Buddhist. Yeah. I mean, the idea that the only real thing is the present and you create your future. Yeah. We're living every once again, every decision. Yeah. Has a consequence or a million consequences if you let the ripples on the lake go farther enough out. Like if if you can time travel into your mind and change uh, your the experiences you had with your trauma when people do this all the time to cope that's with what PTSD is. yeah, yeah. What time travel is. into those moments and and manipulate them they will alter your future mm-hmm. in a different course than it was before yep yeah yeah you, you you're literally the multiverse I within mean that's yourself. my my therapist told me months ago she's like yeah you're walking well worn paths through a forest in yeah. your mind and the point what we're trying to do here is to is to forge new paths and create new paths that's what you're talking you're creating yeah. a different future because yep. your trajectory was this way because you were walking the same fucking trails your entire life but when you can hack new trails and yeah. create a new trajectory yeah a new universe essentially because your your decisions hopefully change based on your therapy or based on a, a spiritual awakening whatever it might be like it, whatever it is it, you, you have these moments that then ripple out like, cause your, your decisions become different, mm-hmm. which then affects every single thing in your future. Yeah. So again, going back to Buddhist thought, or I would argue probably Christian, a lot of Christian thought too. Most, most religious thought is presence. It really just comes, what his question, it really just comes down to yeah. presence. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think I've talked about this a little bit on, on here through different podcasts. So the idea of me killing different versions of myself. Yeah ruining because the idea that I wanted to get to the, the one true version of myself that is me all the time. Um, and, and so the, the example is, you know, I'm a different Michael when I'm with my 
kids when I'm when at sure. the table with my parents or, or when I'm at work. You know, it, every different version of myself when I was leading worship, there was a different version. And so getting to the place where I can one by one kill off those different versions so I can just be me. Um, I think that's another part of the uh, multiverse playing itself out. So we can choose to walk out that door and be a, a completely different fucking person when you get home. By the time you get home, you'll be you'll be different. Yeah. And so we're living out the different realities. What if what if work Brad showed up to podcast or podcast <laughs> Brad showed up to to work? What's <laughs> up, bitches? Yeah. <laughs> imagine, imagine that that reality. <laughs> fix my fix these nuts. <laughs> uh, but but the idea of just getting able to be a, in a place where you can just be the one true version of yourself instead of living in the and, and I don't know that that's even any beneficial. I'm learning or through therapy. I've always wondered what's the real Brad, and I've learned, yeah. I've learned, been learning through therapy that it's whatever I create. Yes, it that is the real Brad. Real. Like yeah. You've been living this one way, and that way has stopped working, and it's time to find a new way, yeah. and you get to choose that. Yeah. And I still have a really hard time with that, because it was ingrained in me that there was a fucking path. Yeah. There was yeah. one path. Yep. And now there are so many paths. Yeah, you and realize that, there's it's infinite universes that you yep. create. And, and, there, and the, you know, and we saw this in, in kids when we were working with, with youth. You knew choices they made then would affect them throughout the rest of their lives. And yeah. we've seen that play out in real time as they're now in their 30s. You know, uh, we've, we've seen what those choices early on did that, that majorly changed your life. I would say both positively and negatively. Oh, too. absolutely. Yeah. Positively yeah. and negatively. Yeah. It's fucking wild, So we can dude. see it, the sorry, multiverse. I'm not quiet because I'm just like... So the like, multiverse is all around us. We we can see it. Every version of fiction that you've ever read is part of the multiverse. It's all different versions of ultimate reality. It's all... Yeah. It, it's <laughs> showing... Turns out Aldous Huxley was probably prematurely right about everything. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the acid told him what was actually happening. <laughs> I saw this. Uh, I, I don't know if I mentioned on the podcast or not. I saw another a meme basically said that the the biggest movie franchise of all time is uh, based on a true story because it's all part of the same multiverse. It's all part of the same universe. So every movie that's ever the movie Elvis also takes place in uh, this the JFK movie. You know, <laughs> Schindler's List takes place in the same reality that. Um, uh, saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. You know, it, it all is is part of um, reality, yeah, right? So, but it's all all like we have these different stories and different versions that all expand into the depths of our mind to kind of uh, show us there are endless possibilities. Yeah, I was just going to type that out. I was just going to. All right, thanks, Dan. Um, last question. Are you ready? Yeah, hit it. Passion of the Christ <laughs> is included. Yes, it's that that is canon. And don't forget Passion of the Christ. There's too. another universe where that's Mel Gibson yeah. up there, and the world's a better place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's a real crucifixion. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, on that note, I regret nothing. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, wouldn't the quantum world that we don't see? also be an alternate universe coexisting with us right now it obeys different laws yep. of physics quantum physics uh which are incomprehensible to our current current reality uh it nonetheless shapes our newtonian reality 
Okay. Brad's eyes just got narrower. <laughs> um, David asked if we can refire Mel Gibson. Every time. Have we done that? Did we do Mel Gibson? I wouldn't be. I, it I'm sounds sure like it's on have. the list. Um, yeah. So I don't understand the question. Yeah, I'm not sure I do either. Um, it's just the quantum world's an alternate universe. Like, yeah. it, it kind of is. Like, yeah. In a lot of ways. I mean, when is. you realize that we're kind of just a random collection of atoms and molecules that Particles. came together in this way. Yeah. yeah. That it could have gone differently. I mean, it, it, it reminds, like... <laughs> was, I saw, I saw seven the... seven years will be different. I saw the Pete Holmes bit the other day about where he was, like, talking about, like, like, uh, like pedophiles and stuff. He's like... Or no, he says, like, aren't you glad, like, how lucky it is that we weren't into like like fucking horses. He's like yeah. that could have gone differently. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's he, his porn con- his porn bit. Too. Yeah, yeah. Like nobody nobody you can't help what you can't help what you can't into. help what you're into. Yikes. Like it's it's no, I'm serious. Like yeah. it's it, it could like if the if the atoms collect in a completely different in a different way. Yeah. In if if the genes are this much different, like yeah. minuscule amounts, everything is different. Yeah. yeah. And so we're just like a random, we're, we're at all times a, just a random collection of atoms and particles. Yeah. Yeah. Bags of water and electricity. But somehow th- we, we can also think about the fact that we're just particles of, or just bags mm. of particles and molecules. We, like, we can contact we, we can, But we can think about that, which yeah. is fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. We know we're thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the world <laughs> reality is just looking at it i, I really i actually table. had nothing for this i needed this discussion yeah like, it's actually kind of like i knew it would me. be fucking fun this has been a really good post therapy discussion like it's been really nice uh, um there's genetic evidence that some pedophile brains didn't adapt to the stop being attracted to the young fuck well there was a, a radio lab episode years ago it was like one of their most famous episodes on a podcast was <clears throat> they were talking about this guy that um he's married like been married for a few years like just like a normal dude and all of a sudden he gets arrested by the fbi for having just like just shit loads of like child porn on his computer yeah. this guy was on survivor and was he I, there is a guy on survivor that was on survivor that was like that and so he says uh oh so anyway like his wife had no clue nobody had any clue turns out he had a brain tumor yeah he had never had any of those urges ever. Yeah. He gets a brain tumor and boom, he's attracted to kids. And it's like, God damn, like yeah. that's fucking terrifying when it's that it can be that random, yeah. that random. Mm-hmm. The, the guy, you remember the, I mean, it was like in the sixties or whatever, the guy that uh, put himself in the tower at university of Texas yeah. campus. And uh, like, he was like a sniper. He was like killing pe- people on campus. Yeah. I don't remember how many he killed, but like, yeah. It was like a big deal. It was like the first one of the first like sort of big um like kind of mass shootings. Yeah. And it turns out he had a brain tumor too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's just like it, it's just that random sometimes that what can make you snap or make you just a completely different person. So I guess just be grateful that we're the person we are. Yeah. Here's a great question from TO. Uh, okay, this is my life question. I had an identical twin brother that starved because I ate all the food in utero. Uh, oh what would it? What would have it looked like if he was just a little stronger than me and he made it and I didn't? Dude, 
Dash, who knows? Uh, we would have OT instead. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, that's a weird fuck. God damn, dude. Like, well, it's, it goes back to your question about what would happen if somebody didn't come over from England and fuck somebody from Scotland. Yeah, like, yeah, I know. Would yeah. I still be Scottish? Would I even exist? What I if mean, my guy? I mean, we had a, a. If mom didn't have a miscarriage, you wouldn't be here. Like we had a we had a, a relative <laughs> on the Mayflower. Yeah, like he doesn't make that boat. Mm-hmm. Your dad. I could, or I, I don't either. Or don't exist, else. or I'm living in the UK or something, yeah. or. It, it really is mind blowing shit. Like mm-hmm. when you really start to think yeah. about it, that it, it starts to make the multiverse make more sense. I think when you think about the randomness of choice, yeah, yeah. and not just our personal choice, but the choice of nature, the choice of yeah. I mean, there's just a million different. You know what I mean? Yeah. How everything could have been different. Yeah. Yeah, Brad with a terrible Scottish accent. I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, I'm here so, for that too. Fuck. So I don't. I don't. That was. It was more of like a discussion. Than I'm going to lifting for caber toss. I'm doing the caber toss. Yeah, that's a good point. idea. What is that? It's where they throw a fucking like, basically a telephone pole. I'll get you a two by four. Oh. Uh, start. Start with a one by four, please. There's Wasn't a, there a video game we played that had that? Yeah, there was. It pole, was impossible. Pole it, it was impossible. Is that Atari? A, a pole I feel ball? like it was Atari. No, there was. No, a, it wasn't Atari. No, no. I, I think it was remember. Nintendo. I do remember that. Yeah. Though. All right. There's a Scottish festival over in Columbus. What? Yeah, there's a Scottish festival is there? in Columbus. Yeah. There's an Irish festival in Indy. I think I'm sure they do. Yeah. We should go. Oh, we're going. Mandy and I are going. You're, sure. you're not invited. Yeah, apparently not. No, you could go, but fuck. I'm just saying, like, I'm. <laughs> I'll be celebrating. I'll be celebrating my heritage apart from you. Clearly. <laughs> okay. There's a multiverse where I'm a better brother. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I'd like to go to that multiverse. Yeah, I bet you would. <laughs> um, he does this shit and then he grabs me. I don't invite him down for a cigar. I was yeah. kidding. Jesus Christ. We don't ever see you anymore. Whose fucking fault is that? Well, it's yours for beginning a third shift job. Yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> this concludes our conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, dumb fucking idiot. Thanks, Vince. I you appreciate that. You big the... dumb idiot. Vince Clortho, Keymaster of Gozer. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I appreciate the conversation. Until Sigourney, Sigourney we said hi. Ba-da-da-da-da. Okay, who brought the dog? It's a great one-liners in that Superintendent's going to be pissed. (laughs) Hashtags. Hashtag Donald Juan. I have like none. Hashtag doesn't he have a surf shop? (laughs) Hashtag (laughs) Donald Juan surf shop. (laughs) Ronald Ronald Jonathan's surf shop. (laughs) Hashtag little yum yum and the bum bum. (laughs) Hashtag decidedly anti-newsboys. Hashtag come manage this load. (laughs) <laughs> Hashtag blow it in my face <laughs> Hashtag the throat goat <laughs> Hashtag I've got a lot of rope God I, I don't remember What was exactly the t- When T.O. called in about Nancy Reagan So it was the rumor that she was good at head or something I yeah. don't even remember I don't that, know why we called him. How did that happen What episode was that It would have been a year ago Whatever it was on a year ago Fuck I gotta look that up again I have no I have very little recognition At one point we were calling our listeners it. And we just stopped doing that. Yeah, why did we stop? Because nobody that? fucking answers. Oh yeah, that ever. True. That was why we had like two answers. Ruben, answers. nobody answers an unknown call. Yeah, 
Uh, hashtag I've got a lot of rope. Hashtag Pastors IEP. <laughs> and hash, uh, hashtag Give me those funhouse mirrors. And then hashtag Neanderthal, Neanderthal Jesus. Yeah, I've got uh, hashtag Donald Juan. God, that's so good. Hashtag She looks like Chuck Schumer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who was that about? Gwen. Gwen. Oh, that's right. My dog. <laughs> she, had her, she had her face down like this. <laughs> hashtag uh, our stretch goal. Uh, hashtag I got a lot of rope. Uh, hashtag he's got a thing for mirrors. <laughs> and then hashtag Neanderthal Jesus. Yeah. Uh, I got Donald Juan. Uh, <laughs> I like Donald Juan surf shop. I got <laughs> I like I got, Donald Juan. I got Ronald Jonathan surf shop. Uh, yum yum in the bum bum. Ronald Jonathan. <laughs> she looks she looks like Chuck Schumer. Um, <laughs> I got a lot of rope. She looks like Chuck. <laughs> and for the last one, what? hold uh, inbred Spanish king. <laughs> God, that was funny. Holy shit. Throw that picture back up there. It looks like Jeff Goodman. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Jeff Goodman, the, the college sports reporter. I've never s- noticed it before, uh, but there it is. Jeff Goodman, every, everyone. I don't know who that is. He's a shitty sports writer. <laughs> I like Donald Juan's surf shop. I, I just like Donald Juan. No, I think it's you got to put it with the surf shop, man. Because everybody knows Ron John's surf shop. All right, Donald Juan. All Donald right. Juan surf shop. <laughs> it feels like this episode was 20 minutes long. I don't know how. It was long. It was, it was a couple it hours. It felt like it was 20. It's, we're hour 48 on live, and then we did music time. Yeah. It feels like to. 20 minutes. Yeah, it does. What the fuck is going on? Did you time skip again? Yep. I think wow. he just did again. Uh, yeah. There's a universe this, where he was somewhere if else. You've listened to this episode in its entirety. <laughs> Dio, 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 so can you imagine media. that king chomping on cotton cheese? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Throw it up there. Throw the picture up there. Hold on. <laughs> He's a large curved guy. <laughs> All right, hashtag he's a large curd guy. Bro, I like cottage cheese sometimes. I cannot do large curd cottage cheese. Oh. Nope. It's I can't do Absolutely fucking cheese, Give me large curd all day, Are you every day. serious? That tiny curd just like oh. feels weird going down your throat, man. Dude, with pineapple or like a fresh garden tomato, it's the fucking Oh, I tits. love pineapple. It's the cottage bad. cheese. Uh, Fuck, I need that now. Strawberry cottage cheese isn't bad either. What? Strawberry and cottage cheese. Oh, is it? I haven't done that. Yeah, you could do strawberry jam. You could do anything, really. Oh, yeah, you could do anything. Do. In the afternoon. In the afternoon. Oh, my God. WQHG. Turn it on and rip the knob off. You're listening to the radio. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <that's> it. <laughs>